Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, every time, bro. Every time, every time, every time I start the pod, it's something, it's something, something's not right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are back. We were not supposed to be back, but I was forced to do this fucking podcast by the bad boy of barbecue. Uh, Jamal Nance, uh, because he wanted to show off his new fucking logo uh, as his his background. (laughs) He was like, I want to do a pie so I can advertise. I can advertise this sweet meat that has plenty of heat. It's so good. It'll knock you off your feet and make you felt like you too did also skeet, 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 and stain up the sheets. That's how good that meat is, dog. That's going to be in a commercial, bro. It's gonna be me and little John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From the window to the wall, <laughs> to the barbecue sauce drop down your balls. <laughs> Yo. We're gonna go to Magic City to get some dances and shit. That's gonna be a nice little commercial. Hey bro. man, hey, listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, here's the thing, right? How do you how do you advertise barbecue in a sexy way? Right, because for like wings and thighs, like thighs, easy, bro, easy. You get some yeah. women with, with nice thighs, right? Wings, I don't know. Titties, Hooters did it for a long time, but it's like if I'm if I'm, if I'm advertising barbecue, you know what I'm saying? And I and you know it's ribs and other gotta, shit. I don't get, know. You got to get the lady with the uh, you know the the nice curves and the nice little apron, and she just got to do everything real slow. <laughs> well, I mean, is she like gonna she... have like the fat on her arm? Because I don't want nah. no. I, I'm not buying no food what? from anywhere that doesn't have hella fat on her motherfucking arm. We'll see, we'll see. Turkey and wing, that's, right that's, there. And that's the test. <laughs> like, I, I watch, I watch a lot of barbecue videos and move like you know tutorials and all that shit. And every dude that I see making barbecue, even even females, they're all heavy set. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I think from all the videos I watch, I'm the skinniest one. So, but it's like, <laughs> nigga, you ain't skinny. And that's but, nigga, ain't but relatively, relatively speaking, yeah. you are absolutely right, bro. You are yeah. absolutely right. But it's like, but, but, but it's like you said, though, you're not gonna go somewhere to, to get some barbecue from a nigga that's, you know, that been, been working the fuck out, nigga. You don't eat your shit. Yeah, hey, listen. The only time you know I will buy, the only time I will get food from somebody that's like slim, is like Asian food. So if it's like Japanese yeah. or Chinese cuisine, like Thai food, okay, yeah. If he's slim, I'll fuck with it. But if yeah. I if I go to you know uh, a Mexican restaurant, to a, a soul food spot or a Mexican spot, yo, <laughs> if, I, if I if I if I go to anywhere where there's people of color cooking and y'all don't have diabetes, I'm not eating that shit, dog. If y'all don't have high blood pressure, I'm not eating that Facts. shit. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's the thing, like you, you it's, it's it's crazy because. You know what I mean? You gotta, especially with like with the barbecue, you gotta, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be all, you know, fat shit. But at the same time, I want you to, I want you to also to see that I also eat my product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a little, it's a little thin line, but <laughs> yeah, if, if I go somewhere to get get some barbecue something, and a nigga back there on the grill and the smoker ain't about two fifty and up, nah, I ain't fucking with you, dog. That yeah, so, so that nigga, I, that nigga not eating his shit. I will say this. I will say this. So I, I, there's one person that I know who's a really amazing chef who's like diesel as fuck. And that's my uh, my sister's uh, ex-husband. You know what I'm saying? Fred Gilmore. 
He has a uh, restaurant, hot chicken, hot See, chicken kitchen. But he's so diesel he's as fuck. A, you know what I'm but saying? He's a chef though. Like I, I, yeah. I, I look at chefs and barbecue cooks differently because a chef can make. I do too. I do too. A chef, a chef can make some, you know, high end shit, but it'd it be like low carbs and all that bullshit. Yeah, some healthy yeah. high end shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I get that. You're but just you trying to clog there. niggas' arteries with flavor. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you diabetes and put you to sleep exactly. with the itis, nigga. That's what I'm trying to do. He's like, oh, the itis. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it is what it is. We we, we still going to make it work. As soon as, as, soon as I can find some, a way to make some healthy barbecue, nigga, I'm, I'm on it. I mean, really, it's just in the sauce, bro. It's, it's just in the sauce. Because the meat is the meat. That's not going to change. No, it's, it's, it's between the, the sauce and the seasoning. Yeah, like, so you know, just, just I mean, yo, don't change the seasoning. Don't change the seasoning. Don't change the seasoning, bro. It, it's yeah, the sauce. The you, you, don't, you don't want no bland barbecue. Yeah, because it's like, like in the sauce. You want to be able to taste and shit. There's like a lot of, uh, you know, butter and oils and fast things like that. Yeah. So you can find healthy substitutes, then you could, you could, you could kill it. You know what I mean? Because for me, when I cook, like, I don't use whole milk. I use, you know, almond milk, stuff like that. And that cuts down yeah. on a lot. That cuts down on a, on a lot of fat. And um, and that's why I'm so sexy, man. Matter of fact, let me take this sweater off. Let me cue up this Shawn Michaels music. <laughs> ah, ah, they think I'm cute. They know I'm sexy. I know you see the fucking guns. Ah. <laughs> that's that Terramana talking right now. That's that Terramana talk, man. Shout out to the Rock, man. <laughs> Shout is that, out is that to his, uh, his alcohol. Yeah, let me tell you. You see my eyes right now. I had like I have a Terramana mimosa. You know what I'm saying? It's it's Terramana. Uh, strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah, strawberries. Yeah. You know, I'm strawberry. <laughs> my drink. You know what I'm saying? I'm zesty as hell, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm zesty saying as fuck. Shit he put up on his pants. His shit did be looking good. That shit hit. It's smooth, bro. I went through a whole bottle. I just got this shit Friday. I want to say. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, man. You know what happens, but you know I, I had a long weekend, man. Holidays and shit, and all this other bullshit. You know what I mean? And then um, you know. It is what it is, man. We're speaking of the holidays, brother. Uh, how was your holiday? You know, happy Kwanzaa started today, you know. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you don't fuck with it, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, Honestly, I, I, we, we did. My mom tried that shit once. And it's, it's, it's sad that a lot, a lot of black folks don't fuck with Kwanzaa, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa is like, uh, Kwanzaa for black people is like anal sex for women. We'll try it once. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? We'll try it once and say we did it. And that's you know, it. Got to get the like the candle each candle a different day. You get like a present each day or something. It's shit actually like dope as fuck though, man. It's just like Hanukkah, except later in the year. It's like just like Hanukkah. It's like Black Hanukkah. It's dope as fuck. And uh, you know when I when I um I've celebrated it many times and uh, I enjoy it. Uh, and normally every year I post a bunch of stuff about it. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Y'all don't like seeing that shit. Black people would be on my ass. Like, why are you like posting this father shit? Let us celebrate Christmas. Niggas don't give a fuck about no Kuji, Chagulia, Leah, and you Moja, and you Jima, and Kumba, and shit like that, and, and, and you Jama. Yeah. Nah, bro. Like, every time I post some shit about Kwanzaa, it's the blacks, you know what I'm saying, that have something to say about it because they want to celebrate Christmas. They want a white dude to slide down their chimney in some red pajamas yeah. and give them some presents. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I can't yeah. knock that, bro. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, me, I fuck with Kwanzaa. Uh, I got a new holiday I'm going to fuck with. I'm going to tell you a bit later. But how, how, was your, how was your holiday, bro? Because I cut you off before yeah. you could even answer. 
Nah, it was cool. Uh, you know, Christmas now is for the kids. You know, I don't look for shit like that. You know, especially when you, when you have kids, you know, you just buy all the shit for them. As long as they're happy with the shit they open up, they cool. Uh, so, you know, woke up early. Kids, like, actually, I thought my kids were going to wake up earlier than they did. They woke up, like, at 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ran in the room. Dad, can we open the presents? So I was like, well, my son woke up first. I'm like, okay, you got to wait till your daughter, uh, your sister wake up. But don't go in her room and wake her up. Like, wait till she just wakes <laughs> up naturally. You know what I'm saying? So, because he, he, he came in the room at 7.30. Then, like, a half hour later, you know, they both come running down, down the hallway. Dad, Dad, can we open the gifts? Or we got to wait till mommy wake up. Like, yeah, you got to wait till your mom wake up. <laughs> like, she, she was like, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. So, you know, open the gifts, whatever. Five, I think I'll say this, they started opening gifts like 8.15. Or like 9.45, they was like 8.45, they was done with everything. Like yeah. opening up all shit. And now they want to play with certain shit and we got to go get batteries for shit and all this other bullshit. Oh, uh, you ain't had but, the batteries uh, already on deck? But nah, because like, it, was, it was crazy because we've been moving all week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So between moving and my wife was ordering stuff from Amazon. So between all that, it's just we just completely forgot about getting batteries. Yeah, because I know because Amazon they'll hit you up and they'll be like, "Yo, you want these batteries?" <laughs> you know what I'm like, "Hey, there's so, twenty batteries. You should probably order these shits." We to, like we go to BJ's to get the big pack for like twelve dollars. Shout out to BJ's, man. I ain't been there Hell in a minute, yeah. but they got some deals, bro. <laughs> right. They got some so, deals, know, man. We did all that. Uh, went to my brother's house for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, had some time, spent some time over there, and came That's back home. Up, so you know. It was so nice, so who, nice got the, who got the big, who got the big who got the who got the PS five this year, man? Who got the uh, Xbox yeah, One? Yeah. You got my, it, my son. Hell no. Oh uh, well, listen. Uh, told my wife her gift was this house and the fucking furniture. That's your gift. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, hey, hey! That's a very, a very amazing gift. Yeah, uh, my kids. You know, I had bought them uh, since they got their own room. Now they need they needed new TVs and they needed the TVs. They got the apps shit on it. Mm-hmm. So they went. I got them both fifty-inch uh, Samsung TVs, which they obviously don't need a fifty-inch. That was just me, just being me. That's you. That's you, son. Hold up. And so for y'all, for y'all that didn't hear that, he said his kids got their own room and they each got fifty-inch Samsung TVs in the room. All right. Yeah. Fifty-inch TVs. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Back in the day. 50-inch screen limousine with the sofa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the sofa. You know what I mean? Like, yo, bro, that's some shit that, you know, phone jill about two G's flat. You know what I'm saying? That, no need to worry I, because Slox handles that. that. <laughs> I was telling my wife that, like, when, when I was their age, I ain't had none of this shit. Bro, but, listen, you know, we was happy to have a 13-inch TV back in the day, bro. God, I was happy to have a TV, nigga. <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Motherfuckers had the big TV on top of the... They had a little TV on top of the big TV and shit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> listen, if you ever went to... If you if you black and ever went to your grandma, your aunt house, and she didn't have the floor model joke that didn't work mm-hmm. with the uh, with the new TV on top, yeah. you need to check it. Check floor model TV bro. looking like a whole fucking desk. You know what I'm saying? It's wood. It's mad wood. Like, imagine walking to somebody's house now and just seeing a whole block of wood with a TV and they're like, yo, what the fuck is that? 
if you, like, yo. if you if you they hit your toe on that shit, walk try to turn around the corner. Yeah, big ass fuck. It's like a library, bro, with no books, just yeah. TV and two little ass speakers. Picture still a it's the picture like two forty p, bro. Blurry as yeah. fuck. You know what I'm saying no <laughs> HD. Big ass fucking just box of wood with a little TV in it, bro. Like you, that's a time machine, dog. I listen, man. Bruh. Listen, they, I remember it was crazy when the shit would break. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even take it out. They just leave it there because it's too heavy to move. <laughs> the shit came with the house. Heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was heavy as hell. You got to get remember, six motherfuckers and carry like a casket, bro. <laughs> like each bro, motherfucker remember, on the shoulder, walking a dead but, uh, ass TV out. <laughs> when I moved in with my girl and her mom, they had she had a floor by the TV, and the, the the screen had fucked up. It, it was just it was always green. Yeah. So I was like, fuck that. You know, I bought the flat screen or whatever. The niggas that the people, you know, the people that come, they're like, oh yeah, we'll put the new one, to, put the new one in and take the old shit out. The mm-hmm. niggas had a hard ass time trying to pick this motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, nigga, I'll get paid to do that shit. That's that's your problem. Yeah. Hey man, if you pay like you weigh, <laughs> you can stay, yeah, baby. <laughs> but uh yeah, my shit was great. How was your uh your Christmas? My Christmas was ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, nah, I was cool. I don't celebrate Christmas. You know what I mean? So, oh, you know. How was your holiday? Yeah, my holiday. Thank you, brother, for asking me the politically correct question. You know, but um, no, I had my daughter um on the 23rd and the 24th. Okay. So, um, you know, like she she got some gifts and whatnot from the family. So we did that whole thing. I gave her those. And then I already have some gifts for her. And I, I, I celebrate New Year's. New Year's is very important to me. So I'll be giving her some gifts then as well. But um, Okay. Yeah, like I don't really fuck a lot of holidays, man. New Year's, Halloween, Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Juneteenth. That's it. Everything else is made up. You know what I'm saying? Everything else. Pretty much. Is, <laughs> everything else is like made the fuck up. Uh, Memorial Day. I fuck with Memorial Day as well. You know what I'm saying? Because that was started by black people, if you didn't know. Memorial Day was started I, by no, black I folks. didn't know that. Yeah, it was. So, because what happened was is that uh, at the end of um, uh, World War One. Uh, blacks weren't allowed to be buried in the same uh, cemeteries as white soldiers because segregation, right? Racism. And yeah. so with the black, and, and they weren't even like identifying black folks' bodies. What the black folks did that in the military, they just said, we're going to have one day to commemorate all the people that we lost in World War One. you know, uh, War of fucking uh, 1812, Civil War kind of shit, right? And so that's what it was, is that black people started on World Day. And then much like everything else in America, uh, white folks just white, said, oh, we'll take that. Came into- we'll, yeah. t- we'll Columbus that. Here's our flag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll take that, make it a three-day weekend. Um, and that's what happened, you know. But so I fuck with Memorial Day heavy. Um, and I fuck with Veterans Day uh a little bit, even though I really don't want to. But um, yeah, so Veterans Day, Memorial Day, no fourth of July, Mm-mm. Juneteenth, Thanksgiving, Halloween, you know, and uh Christmas. Not Christmas, but uh I fuck with New Year's. The holiday season, the Christmas season. I appreciate, I normally do a bunch of volunteer work during this time, uh, but, you know, COVID, I'm staying my ass in the house. I'm not trying to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as I want to volunteer, I don't want to volunteer to be put on a ventilator. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I think your screen paused, dog. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker's screen just froze. <laughs> Yo, hold on real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so um, we had a, a, a slight technical difficulty. Uh, my man, Jamal, uh, he has a Google Chrome phone, and that shit overheats. Uh, 
like a fucking hydrogen bomb after uh, 10 minutes of recording. So you know how that goes, man. <laughs> Listen, get you a fucking iPhone, bro. Get you an iPhone. All right, yeah, them shits, them shits, cooler than a, to- a polar bear's toenails. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, uh, big boy from Outcast, bro. But um, now nah, we are joined by my older brother Calvin Meacham. He slid in. You know what I'm saying? He slid in the podcast. Uh, right now we're just Cal. talking about um, we're talking about my uh holidays and why I don't fuck with Christmas things like that. What holidays I fuck with? But no, so I I, I invited my uh my girlfriend and her mom over uh for. A Christmas brunch. Oh, I'm about to ask you how that works. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you, brother. It's a good thing I got the fucking Terramon tequila right here, bro, because it was a little bit testy for a second. You know what I'm saying? But um, not really, though. I mean, I talked to you about it yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So you, so you know yeah. what I'm talking about. But no, it was it was it was good because um, uh, niggas got to do that shit, bro. Like as men, as uh-huh. men, you got to throw down. The fucking gauntlet, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to say, hey, I'm him. This me. You know what I mean? I'm the man. I'm that guy. I'm, the, I'm, that, guy. I'm, the, I'm that guy, pal. <laughs> right? Like, I'm the guy in, in, your, in your daughter's life. And, um, you know, I want to sit down and, and meet you and talk with you and make sure that you're comfortable around me because I'm here for the long haul. You know, I'm here. For, I'm here for the uh, long run. You know, and I want us to have a good relationship. And uh, for me, I, I like to make my peace offerings uh, over food, man. You know, you break bread with somebody. You know, yeah, and, and and my girl set me up for absolute fucking failure by telling her mom <laughs> that I was going to interrogate her, and she also told her about the podcast. So, the, so mom listened to the podcast, right? So, if all you do is listen to the podcast. And yeah. you get told by your flesh and blood that I'm going to invite you over for breakfast in order to interrogate you. You are going to come in with guns cocked, locked, and ready to bust <laughs> off in my face like a goddamn Bukaki video. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, bro, it was like a Western. It was like a Western movie, bro. It was like a Mexican standoff. Mom, she, had the, she had the six shooters. Damn. <laughs> shit was ready, bro. Just was ready. Just was ready, bro. You know what I mean? It was like the hateful eight or some shit, dog. Like, but um, nah, it was cool though, man, because you know, mom's super funny, you know. And I, I once let me tell you, let me tell you, right? I I'm very charming, you know what I'm saying? But I'm also, if you don't know me, I can be very off-putting, you know what I'm saying? And for me, if I just meet somebody, right? I like to it's like boxing. The first couple rounds, you just feeling each other out, getting each other's timing. Like, I, my personality can be a lot for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to overwhelm you with that if that's not what you're used to. So I like to feel your energy and then put my energy out, right? And then it balances out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I also have a rule, right? And like, if, if I don't know you, I don't make eye contact with you for more than two seconds. You know what I'm saying? If I know you, if I know you, then yeah, we can be have a fucking staring that contest. Seemed, that seemed, I, I asked you about that yesterday. It seems yeah. I don't know because you always talk like I mean, like meeting somebody, talking to somebody. You know that first introduction. You make eye contact when you talk. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, you give them that uh, that that speech eye contact. You gotta you gotta glance the whole room. You have to that. scan the room, bro. And so I'm, I'm used to yeah, addressing yeah. groups and and people, and I know we meet people in group settings. So it's like, hey, 
I'm I'm used to this, and I you know the daughter's right here, so I'm going left to right, left to right. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I like literally two second intervals and shit right like there. Or I'm looking at other things. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm you know I'm talking and uh, I'm just you know enjoying enjoying the scene. You know what I mean? This is my girl right here. She's like, I didn't set you up. I didn't set you. Yeah, whatever she did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, but no, it was cool because mom is super funny. And let me tell you right now. Once I told the story about um, showing a showing a grown man my butthole, changed the whole mood. You know what I'm saying? Changed, yo, that's that sucked the rim, bro. That sucked the rim, bro. No pun intended. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on, how did this come up in the conversation, bro? Because we were talking about doing, we were talking about smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? So we were talking about uh, like uh, doing. Uh, or like trying drugs or doing marijuana or 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 some shit. No, I talked. I said yeah, like I had tried marijuana for a little bit uh, after I retired. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then um, I was like, I had to stop because I'm allergic. And then she was like, Well, how are you allergic? And then I said, Well, hey, this is how I found out. And I told her the whole story. You know, and I don't like. I'm not embarrassed about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm very self-deprecating. I mean, come on, fam. Like I'm me, bro. Like fuck, I got to be embarrassed about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like I hold my dick every morning. <laughs> I'm already embarrassed enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my greatest shame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but nah, it's just like, but yeah, it's like it's like, yo, I, I I ain't embarrassed by shit. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, and then when you share with people, they'll share with you. So it's like, yo, I got no problem sharing a super embarrassing story about myself. And so you know, I, I told him about you know me making eye contact with a dude looking at my butthole. Because I'm half high and having an allergic reaction to marijuana. And then she thought it was funny, was cracking up. And then she, you know, started talking about her shit. And then that changed the whole mood. You know what I'm saying? But, um, she had to show a guy her butthole too. No, nothing like that. But, um, you know, everybody has their stories. Like, we hit everybody differently, man. Like, that shit is crazy. You already done eating? Oh, okay. But yeah, um, we hit everybody differently, bro. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, yo, have somebody there with you. You know what I'm saying? So I was gonna ask about that. Because you know, I operate talking cash money junk, but I've never done it. So Mm-mm. it's like I, I need to You're not ready, paper. bro. You're not ready. <laughs> this new weed they got, this new weed they got, man, this shit too strong. It's too you got you gotta get some Reggie. Like you gotta smoke some Reggie. <laughs> you you got some dirt. Dirt, bro. <laughs> yeah. That some, some, some sniggle fits, bro. Yeah, I get some sniggle fits. Because, <laughs> yo, this new weed way that, too strong. What's that from? That's from Pineapple Express, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, nah, the holiday was cool, man. I got, you know, some cards and shit from, uh, you know, mom and, and grandma Jackie and shit like that. Um, so I'm about to go buy, you know, I bought, you know, my daughter some shit. And I'm going to go buy some candles uh, later on today. Cause I got I got to get the move right for that last finale, the finale of Insecure. You know what I'm saying? Lawrence oh, yeah, Hive in the right, building. Right. You know what I'm saying? L motherfucking V in the building, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hive till I fucking die. You know what I'm saying? Free the guys. I know my my girl gets tired of as fuck of me making mad noises watching Insecure. Every time something happens, I'm like, ah, goddamn. I'm like mad as shit, or I, or I just yell out randomly, free the guys. There's just uh, for no reason. It's like, yo, free the guys. Free the guys. Because all the guys are enslaved by Issa's little fucking African voodoo spell. You know what I'm saying? And and Molly, you know what I'm saying? I don't, and Molly be fucking on that show. And she a virgin in real life. I don't like That's some good acting, but I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, oh, wow. Live by your rep. Like 3-6 said, live by your rep. Don't be out here teasing niggas. So they're going to think like, I seen you fuck 10 niggas on Insecure. 
You got Terry Bone? What's up? You know what I'm saying? I know I look better than that, nigga. I know I look better than that, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I got some candles or some shit, man. But uh, how was your week? You know, I, I mean, I saw you with the matching pajamas and shit with the, the family and everything like that. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, my, my wife will do that next year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm progressing because I was definitely against all the whole matching outfits, the Madat, the matching the uh, Adidas outfits and all that. Uh, that just yeah. wasn't me. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was a good. I would say it was a good ass Christmas. Um, yeah, and I think it was just the time spent. Uh, I told the wife uh, she listened because I was uh, I was normally we kind of I kind of adopted just things for a little bit. Like we wasn't big on gifts. For each other, mm. we would do trips. Like yeah. our gift would be a trip somewhere. The kids, you get, they'll get their stuff and do that. But for us, we ain't wasting time trying to go out find what you just had together. Where you want to go? That was our thing. And then I think this was the first year in a long time that we said, "Yo, yeah, we're gonna do gifts." Because they, they, they did me. They did me kind of crazy last year. And I said, all right, this year, I'm going to send y'all my record. <laughs> what they get you last year, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, it was, uh, what was it? It was the thought that counted, but it was like, Man, yeah, that's, right, who the fuck made that uh-huh. bullshit up? It's the thought no, that no, counts. No, no. Nigga, you wasn't thinking hard enough. They got me, uh, you know, I used to play that. I went, I played that Call of Duty mobile game hard mm-hmm. last year. And uh, so Shorty, Tiana went out and got me one of them uh, controllers that JR had where you can use a controller on your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the backbone yeah, thing? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so I watched it. It was the thought that counted, but that joint didn't last two days, man. The spring yeah. went left. Uh, the controller was done. I'm like, all right, I see that. And then everybody else got phones and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay. And just, well, I didn't really think about it. But then this year when this Christmas started coming up, I said, uh-uh, I'm going to send y'all my registry. Y'all go yeah. see what I want. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, reclaim your time, King. Retain, reclaim your time, King. Fuck that. Yeah. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't end up sending no registry or nothing out. So everything came from the heart. But I, like I said, uh, Tiana got me this... Uh, funny too because they pay attention they don't say shit but they pay attention but she got me this Arab pastel uh a zip up hoodie oh that's a deep a cut right one. there <laughs> yeah and, and she i was like uh, she said she got it because i always wear this one gray hoodie that i used to wear i think it's got a grease stain on it and everything yeah. but so she paid attention <laughs> on that one <laughs> where'd she and, get that uh, shit from ebay i ain't seen an Arab pastel store in a minute yeah, they got them. They got it at the mall here. Oh so shit! Tell you the level. Yeah, this uh, uh the Fayetteville Mall. They got an Aeropostale store in there, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and, and there was a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then the one thing that I said, she almost had me. She almost let the tear jerkers drop because I uh I said, Mama, you listened. You was paying attention. But she got me this uh little uh Samsung Galaxy tablet, a little cheapo tablet, but. I went. I went to the post library because the post library. Once you sign up, you get all the magazines. Yeah, Every yeah. I'll I do the same shit, bro. I'll do the same shit. Yeah. And you can do it because we got like um, uh, Navy MWR where you can get like mm-hmm. all the audio books, all the ebooks, oh, all the. Exactly. Oh my god, you yeah. save so much fucking money, bro. Money, yeah. So <laughs> I, I was I was on that, but I had a cheapo uh fire tab from like yeah. seven years ago. And then it was like, yo, we can't, you can't download the new app with your fire tab. You need mm-hmm. to upgrade your shit. And she, I was, she knew I went over there and then I opened it up and it was like, oh shit, you listened. 
you were paying attention because you knew I wanted a tablet so I could read yeah. my magazines and shit on my joint. That made it good. And then we just uh finger food, sip, chill, drink. We watched The Matrix finally. And uh, it's a good ass. Chris was warm. He's outside playing basketball. Yeah, it was like 60-something, man. Yeah, it was yeah. like 70 out this motherfucker. God damn, man. Mm-hmm. Niggas out, niggas doing Christmas morning okay, wearing shorts. Yeah, I'm in 77 right now. Yeah, it's kind of cool where I'm at right now. Um, so I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm in Silver Spring. Uh, it's 52 degrees, so it's, that's why I got the sweater and I got the window open and shit. You know what I'm saying? Crispy. Um, you know, you missed the gun show earlier, you know, but there'll be tickets yeah. on sale later. Um, you, 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 didn't, you didn't miss it. You didn't miss the gun show earlier. <laughs> but yo, so we got somebody. Sadira, <laughs> unmute yourself, dog. Oh, oh shit! Make sure no big, oh, big fucking money in the goddamn building. All right, all right. More money, more motherfucking problems. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you talk about dollars, talk about Dara. God damn it! All right. <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's, what's, what's up? The, the, the fucking queen yeah, bee. Yeah. The queen bee herself. Let me hold something because I had to pay my me back and now I'm broke. Let me hold something. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, Sadera? <laughs> I am good. I'm good. How how was your holidays? We just recapping everybody's uh everybody's Christmas and their gifts and whatnot. So uh, how was yours? It was good. It was quiet. You know, it's just me and the guy because Faith is with her dad and the dogs. So what Faith yeah, gets? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? You ain't got no PS Five or nothing had, like that. Uh, or? Absolutely not. She already she got an iPad. She got a Nintendo Switch. She got a cell phone. She don't need nothing else. She got a whole computer. Got a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, damn. I didn't see that when I came over. She had it in her bedroom. Man, she be stingy, man. I want to play that shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, I told her. I told her I was going to buy it off of her because she don't use it. Yeah, I want to fucking switch, man. God damn. (laughs) And then whatever she wrote out on her Christmas list, um, her dad dad said she got everything or he got everything on the list that she wrote down. So... Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna be scrambling trying to find something to get her, but I got another week, so mm-hmm. she won't be back till next week. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, yeah, man. Shout, shout out to shout the big Fred. We were talking about him early in the podcast. We were talking about um, like when you go to a restaurant, a black or a brown restaurant, you don't trust the person cooking unless they got the turkey wing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I was like, the only motherfucker I trust to cook that's not like overweight is him. But I'm like, he's mad diesel though. So he eats the food, but he just work out a lot. But I'm like, yeah. other than that, if, if it ain't him, I ain't trusting nobody that's like slim cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you get for for uh for the for the for the holidays for Christmas? You know, you, you celebrate that shit? Like you and your man? Not really, no. Oh, why not? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Fuck that I give, shit. I mean, I'm a, right, exactly. I'm a gift giver year round. So it's like I do Christmas for faith. See, um, see I, I appreciate that right there. I'm a gift giver year round. Why the fuck yeah. do I gotta get do more shit on this one fucking exactly. day? <laughs> I mean, I say the same thing, but when I say it, niggas think I'm just being cheap. So I'm glad yeah, that a woman is saying that. For the, shit. for the simple fact that you walk in the house and the fucking lights is on. Oh, shut up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> that, the light your, bill is your, not your, a gift. Get the hell out of here! Your car no pay. <laughs> fuck that! Did, did, like, did, did that toilet flush? Right, exactly. Huh? <laughs> <That's> yeah. <a> <laughs> But I, I feel that I'm a, I'm a gift giver year round. Fuck that one day shit. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know he he got me some stuff. Um, it's still on its way here. You know, postage delay, all that fun stuff. Um, but I gave him all his gifts before Christmas. It came in mean, mail. I was right here. <laughs> so. uh, you, uh, you don't, you don't get an engagement ring delivered via mail. Fuck this nigga doing. Oh, got it. oh shoot! Uh, oh, 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 engagement ring. Oh, you know. shot, motherfucking <laughs> fire! I did get a ring, but it's not an engagement <laughs> ring. So, yeah. Man, what's the no. point? What's the nigga doing? No, uh, uh, you got a Mamoo ring. A Mamoo ring? <laughs> might need that. Might need that. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. What, he got a ring pop? <laughs> a ring pop. Oh, shit. What? No. <laughs> nah, this, nah, this nigga went to, you know, when you go to the laundry mat, they have like a little quarter machine. You put oh, that bitch in. You put the quarter in and do the quarter and shit. If this ring ain't come from Jared, take this shit back, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, that's a good question. How do I do to uh, get my fucking background on the phone? Uh, you want to turn, first off, you want to turn this shit uh, landscape. Um, yeah, yeah, I got that. And then uh, go to, um, hold on, let me pause because the audience need to hear this shit. Go for it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. We are motherfucking uh, back. And uh, I'm joined by my sister as well. So now we got the fatal four-way in this motherfucker, WWF style, uh, talking about the holidays. So um, were we recording? We were talking about what you got, your daughter, and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what did you get again? Because I don't know if we recorded for that part. I got jewelry. Jewelry. And... What kind of jewelry? That shit come from Jared or Jacob? No. Or any one of them J's? <laughs> I, I was not. Or did uh... it come from Julio at, at Julio at the kiosk in the mall? You know what I'm no. <laughs> Given that information, um, but yeah, and some other day. stuff. <laughs> got some other stuff coming, but yeah, nothing uh, crazy. Question. Serious question: When when a woman gets jewelry, do y'all take that shit to the jeweler to make sure it's real? Ooh, that's no. a good question. Why not? I don't. Why I be trusting niggas? What? <laughs> some some niggas will get you some fugazi yeah. shit. <laughs> that, my, dudes will get you a fake purse or some fake jewelry. Fuck around, have your damn wrist turn to green. But see, see, you that's... different because you're allergic to gold. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, you ain't got to buy yeah. <laughs> shit. You better buy, buy that platinum okay. shit. Yeah, you know I don't even know where uh I don't wear jewelry like that because I myself like a lot of fashion jewelry. Yeah. Um, which isn't always real. That's just me. I don't need the high end sparkly. I don't that stuff is too dainty. I don't like it. Like you mean like um, you mean like, like custom jewelry? Yeah, but I I can't wear fake jewelry because I will break out. Um, I'll get like rashes around my neck and stuff like that. So like Grandma Jackie got me a real nice necklace, like it's beautiful, but I don't think I can wear it because <laughs> the chain. If I do wear it, I'll have to replace the chain. Yeah. Yeah. So. So so is, yeah. is it just yellow gold or white gold as well? Um, it's it's just I can't wear anything fake, so oh, okay. I can wear like natural metals, but if it's plated, oh, okay, okay. if it's gonna ru- if it's gonna rub off, then I can't wear it because once it starts tarnishing, then it's gonna. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, man. I feel you. I'm the same way, man. That's why. I, that's why. That's why I be telling them, man. Like, don't give me no fake shit. You yeah, know? fake shit. I don't know. Listen, I fuck around. Have a kilo. Hey, if I get a kilo, we breaking up. You know what I'm saying? You fuck around, my neck turn green. 
I got I got uh, no shirt on and still got a collar. Bitch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well give me an STD. <laughs> What's Find out you got burnt or find out your girl got some fake Jordans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your girl go to the barbershop to buy you some Jordans. You find out you find out them shit's fake. I'll be mad as hell, man. Nigga. <laughs> with your, your Sidera. How come how come you don't solve it? How come I don't Yeah. Um, I don't know. I never got into it. Man, listen, black folks need to celebrate Kwanzaa, man. Shout out to the gods, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to Kwanzaa. Yeah, that, that shit is real. But um, see, yo, so we talking about the holidays. We talk about uh Christmas and all shit. Why y'all be fucking with why y'all listen, man? Shout out, shout out to my white audience, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Mike Wangan, you know what I'm saying? Uh that's my guy, man. Why do y'all fuck with Christmas? Why do y'all tell y'all kids about a goddamn white dude in some red pajamas coming down your Bad chimney? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Coming down to not real. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I respect that. My my son knows Santa's not real. My daughter, she on the fence with it. She believes he real, but don't believe he real sometimes. So, you know, I'm letting her go through her kids shit, so I ain't really worried about it. Man. Santa Claus is black. At the end of the day, when I took Santa Claus is black. The shit y'all learn in school about that white man, nah. In this house, that nigga black. <laughs> no, Faith got to the point where she believed in Santa so much that she thought that whatever she wrote on her Christmas list, if mommy didn't get it, Santa was going to get it. So oh, I was Listen, like, nah, I said, let me tell you, no. <laughs> everybody, shut the fuck up right now. When it comes to Christmas, this what you got to tell the motherfucking kids. I, you don't know about this yesterday. You're too young. It's what else you know about shit. this shit? When this it comes to Christmas, shit. this what you gotta <laughs> tell the shit. kids. That's me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm spilling lemonade on my shirt. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> How you guess it, Daiquiri? At the hit factory. Whole clip, black and me. Take your wrist, rappery. I ski Uzis. Turn down three movies. I eat your food fast. And this shit rocking to the chorus. YouTube is gonna cut this whole shit off. I don't care. They will for real. Yes, they already took down two of my pods for having this game. Stop pitching to his daughter. Stop camp candy. And you damn family. Your damn family. Randy, understand me. 
in Atlanta, got an outlandish land piece and a matching lid. There's a color, the only one with the whips, that's me. The one with the chips and the chips, that's me. The one with the chips, bag, yelling out, get at me, get at me, that's me. The one who's running and dodging you. That's what you tell them goddamn kids. That's me. All right, YouTube, I'm never going to cut this off. Suck my dick, YouTube, all right? Don't suck my dick. Don't cut my podcast off, please. But um, no, listen, man, when it comes to the kids, man, listen, that's me. I'm Santa. You know what I'm saying? I come through with the red bandana, red jumpsuit, Air Force Ones. I'm bringing the motherfucking presents. I'm out there busting my ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we lie to the kids, man? And then expect them to believe us later on in life. We set them up to not trust authority. We tell them about Santa Claus, tell them about the Easter Bunny, tell them about motherfucking a Tooth Fairy, and all that shit is us. So why the fuck we expect them to believe anything else we say later on when we've lied to them their entire childhood? You know what I'm saying? Valid question. I could see, um, uh, well, growing up, young parent, you just do what you learn off the rip until you learn something else. That's why you would do it. That's why I did it. The whole what you call it. But I think I know the I know I did tell them well, I dropped that bomb on them a little bit early. Like that's us. Your mother's staying up all night pack wrapping these packages and whatnot. I'm eating this cookie. I did drop that, but initially, yeah, you just, yeah. you're doing what you told. You, I'm not doing what you told, you doing what you're taught off the roof. See, like Sidera. for me, it's it's like I uh like this is you know it's, it's kids shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like my daughter, you know, they write like a little Christmas list, like doing all that shit with the excitement. Like so, that right there, they I, can write that I, shit to you, bro. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's the whole belief shit and all that. You know what I mean? Make them like niggas said, believe in you. Well, no, like I said, my son, he he know mom and dad is saying a. Yeah, my, like he be he be trying to tell my daughter, but she, you know, she like nah, that ain't true. They they can't do this. How, how they doing this and all this other stuff? But she had she had hit, hit my wife with something yesterday. She was like, uh, no, I mean Friday. She was like, uh, how Santa? You know, we got the new crib. She was like, how Santa gonna come to the house when we ain't got no fireplace? Exactly. So, mm. <laughs> you know, my wife was like, yeah, you know, it's, just, it's Christmas magic. She was like, oh, okay, and left it alone. So I, I think she's starting to realize <laughs> that, you know, what I mean. It ain't really no motherfucker doing the boat. Like when they when they figure it out for themselves, I, I yeah, that nigga don't believe he ain't real. It's me and your mom out here doing all this shit, getting all the gifts, wrapping them up and all that shit. So yeah. it's wild though, because um yeah, like you I, I, I take it back to you doing what you were taught or what you know, because like even right now, we you know our 15 and 16 year old girls, so they know it ain't no Santa, but tradition and this, that, and the other. When we in the kitchen playing cards and this, that, and the other, on the TV, we throw the damn Santa tracker on YouTube. Oh, where's Santa at? Santa in Havana, Cuba right now. Yeah, that's like some traditional. Yeah. You just, you know, so even when you try to, you, you break away from like, ain't no damn Santa, but, you know, just tradition. Hey, where the hell Santa at? Oh, he in Uganda right now. He's flying over the tip of Uganda, some shit like that, you know? So it's the nostalgia aspect of it. Back to mine last night. Yeah. This is my thing, right? This is my thing, man. And actually, because we didn't get to use it there. So why, why, you know, you have a daughter and she knows that he ain't real now, but why 
play the game? Um, just just for her, you know, the they're in school. Um, other kids to talk about it, so it's just to feel a part of everything that's going on. Um, you know, mommy and daddy did it. Stayed up late Christmas Eve wrapping gifts, mm -hmm. so that when we woke up, you know, gifts would magically appear under the tree in the morning. Um, and I, I did that for a little bit, but one, it's exhausting. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not running around last minute. I'm not staying up till midnight wrapping gifts. And the holidays, I was just never really into them. That's why I sent her to her father <laughs> for the holidays. So I would have to he was like, go tag, you got out. it. Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, his, his family, you know, does that tradition. They do the, the Christmas PJs and they have family and friends over and they, they do all the cooking. And I'm like, I don't got time for it. Like, leave me alone. Go yeah. have fun. So leave me alone. she goes up there. Yeah, <laughs> she goes up there and has a good time. And, you know, she, she likes it because to her, she gets two Christmases. She gets, you know, all the good stuff from daddy and grandma and everybody else and then she come down here mm -hmm. and she gets you know the practical gifts because I don't buy toys I don't buy anything like that you're gonna get socks underwear a new jacket something um yeah. pair of shoes don't look for fun for mom so she goes up there and yeah, <laughs> gets all that God stuff God <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's it <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, fuck that bike take these goddamn thermals no I, I you get your daughter a, a fucking fox tail in the dustpan for fucking Christmas yo <laughs> she will probably like it. in a bucket like here you go <laughs> make some holiday magic you Seen Fantasia, uh, nigga. <laughs> oh man, yeah, nah, you are sorry. <laughs> God damn, yeah, cold that's, ice. That's, that's love for real. <laughs> how, how old is how old is your daughter? She'll be ten in February. Damn, she's still at the age where she likes certain toys. Yeah, she yeah. like. I mean, she's all in the slime. She knows she's not allowed to bring slime in my house. No slime, oh, no yeah. Play-Doh, no oh, kinetic She can make sand. it, though. She can make it with cornstarch I know she though. can, yeah. but she's not allowed she, to she, bring it in the house. That over there. That. <laughs> well, Nick, <laughs> niggas in the house cooking crack. Just faith in the bedroom cooking slime on a fucking Easy Bake Oven yeah. and shit. <laughs> Yo, that no. them with the, the, slime, the ten slime commandments. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She she likes arts and crafts stuff like jewelry making. Um, she likes to draw, so I might yeah. get her some of that. I'm I'm probably gonna get us a matching pair of. That's all fun stuff like though. Yeah, I mean, kinda. So you got you got you got a lot of Bruce. You doing like grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up with the National Geographic magazines, so yeah, like, that shit, or, or like the electronic sets, that kind of the shit. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that 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 uh, that guided us into you know was fun. No, it, it came in handy because if you look at the trajectory like, of us, like what the fuck we went into, uh, career wise, it's like that nigga set the blueprint right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um. Uh -huh. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So I'm all about like the uh, getting the STEM toys for the kids. That's what I do for my daughter. Yeah. Everything is an educational toy. Everything is like either some Montessori toy or some STEM toy or some kind of sensory motor toy, things like that. So you learn uh, through play, you know, because my whole thing is like, listen, man, I can't have no dumbass kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I done seen some dumbass kids. And that, I'm, that's not going to be me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to fight for custody if I got a dumbass kid. You know? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't know that person, yo. <laughs> Turn it to Mariah Carey real quick, yo. <laughs> oh, 
That type of purple face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost it there. We lost it there for a second, but that's cool. I'm here. You lost oh. your other friend. Oh, we lost your mom's <laughs> phone overheated. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You got a fucking Google phone. But um, all right, so. Cause we, you know, cause we just talked about, um, I talked about earlier about meeting my, uh, my girlfriend's mom for the first time. You know, I cooked them brunch, chat over here. We had a nice conversation, nice talk. Uh, wonderful, wonderful person. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, I think we'll have, I think we'll have a, a, a great relationship, very down to earth. And we're both on the same page about a lot of shit. We talked yesterday. So, um, um, so my question is for you, uh, We'll start. We'll start. We'll start with you, uh, Sadir, because now you're in the left-hand corner on my screen. Uh, have you met your guys, your man's uh, parents? Like, are they alive or anything like that? Or have you met his parents? No, both of his parents are deceased. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. So I have not met them, um, and he actually just lost his grandmother. Um, funerals this week, and he lost his grandfather. Uh, month or so ago god damn the people yeah the people who have raised him are gone um so he has aunts and uncles that are still alive and who's the next closest parental figure to him yeah he has some aunts and uncles um i've chatted with them via phone they're pretty funny um not on video though um just talking um but they're pretty funny um but no i haven't met anyone yet we're trying to figure out a decent time to get out there they're in ohio so mm. ohio's trash too so i wouldn't be in a rush either but yeah no that's it i uh again talk to some of his friends just via phone when they're on the phone chit-chatting and stuff but that's it so so is it important for you to have a good relationship with somebody that you're, you know, romantically involved with, with their family? I think so. Why? Hell yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, <laughs> well, my thought is at the end of the day, that person is always going to have the family and the other person is just kind of an, an insert. But that also mm -hmm. depends on the family dynamic. So... You know, with us, you gotta uh, win your way in. So. Yeah, because that's the next question is, yeah. is how how is it how is it uh when when is a good time to introduce like the person you're dating to your family? Um, I think he got introduced the first Thanksgiving after we got together, so it was probably a couple months in. Um. But and we went up to mommy and daddy's. We got a hotel just because they didn't have no space in the house um, with all the dogs. And then mm -hmm. Faith took the spare bedroom. So we stayed um, in a hotel. But um, I look at it as our family is so accepting, like regardless, like it's so for yeah. us, it's like <clears throat> it doesn't matter who we bring in at what time and when and when they depart. <laughs> So they're always just, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Come on in, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's our family. So that's the only reason why I would do it with that. Um, but outside of it, I don't think, um, and depends on everybody's family dynamic and how they take people in, how they react to certain things. Um, everybody's timeline is different as to yeah. when you should introduce them. So, yeah. Yeah, because my, my timeline is if I'm hitting it raw, you're meeting moms. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so, 
So Jamal, how was it how was it meeting your girl's uh, family for the first time and, and having that conversation that you guys are serious? Um it wasn't as awkward as I thought it was gonna be. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you know, when I when I met her, we was living, you know, far apart. So the times I could meet her family was like limited. You know what I'm saying? Like when I would go to her house, her mom would be at work. So when I tell my mom to get off work, I'm already gone. So uh you know, when I was actually, she let her family know that, you know, I was going to be around for a long time. You know, I went to her grandma's house. Yeah, you know, her, her aunts and cousins and stuff was over there. Like, they purposely was over there just to meet me. Yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like... Fucking wasn't firing like squad, dog. <laughs> they all purposely came there just to meet me, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, like, once they, you know, got to, like, talk to me, you know, realized, you know, I'm a, I'm a good person, you know, I ain't... Going to be out here, out here doing no dumb shit. Uh, they kind of backed off a little bit. You know, her mom still had her guard up because that's, you know, just mom being mom. Got to do that. Got to gotta have the, yeah. you know, the radar up. But uh, once her, you know, once her mom realized that I ain't going nowhere, you know what I'm saying, she started to fall back a little bit. Um, you know, it was, it was cool. Like I said, because like most of like, there's mostly females in her family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I ain't had to deal with no no dudes. Women, women, Jamal, women, women, Jamal. Yeah, I, I had to worry about no no guys, you know, no masculine energy, no niggas like, overstepping their boundaries and yeah, shit trying to check you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, that was cool. What about what about you, me, Calvin? My parents, uh, my my mom. Your mom is cool though. Yeah, but you know, I, I took it to her first time she went about my family was on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, she came down. We went, you know, and you know they they all do this. You know, you get the cousins with that little, the little the joke chick where they you know acting about the give you the third degree. But yeah, because that's 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 my through. sisters. They do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> she didn't have to really go through nothing like that. It was it was it was a cool transition. That's what's up. That's what's uh, up, man. So what about you, Calvin? Because you you know. You 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 had to meet uh, Monica's family and shit like that. You know how was that for you, bro? Oh, oh, it was well. It was easy for me. I'm kind of like you, uh, meeting parents, talking in front of people that you don't know. That's nothing. So it was easy to do, and it was just if I wanted to get that that second uh, date, if I wanted to lock it down, I had to meet the parents, meet the kids. All at a football game in a public setting, so it was like, yeah. and I had to, like I told you, I had to drive three hours to get there. So, do I, how bad do I want it? So I yeah. want so meeting them was not, uh, nothing. That was easy. And that was the first. That was like the second major date, and then I met. Uh, I think I met like a sister and her mom's over Christmas, like the following Christmas or something, and uh, it was still easy. Um, but it was it is like you said it's. It's definitely important. I can tell the difference because the my first the, the first marriage, you know, I had mommy with the shotgun. Guess who's married? Mm-hmm. And that shit didn't go over well at all. And she never said nothing to me majorly, but I know she felt the way. But I felt it between everybody my, felt the way. Yeah, yeah. So I niggas was hot. Then, Niggas was hot. I was hot. Yeah. You I were was hot. hot. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. See, I, it, it, exclusive, because I never heard this from you, but I just know in my dealings through that time period, like, remember, I went to Korea during that time yeah. period. So the wife and your mom's is not vibing. 
daggone, I came back home. I remember when I brought her up there, and that was not a good experience, you know. So, I, Monica, she went through the ringer. One, it took mad long before, okay, yeah, I think you're going to be the one. But then it was two, you got to meet my family. You got to meet the, my friends, like my best bros. These are the people that I'm going to be talking to every day. If yeah. you don't vibe, it ain't going to work. And I already she met them that. Elizabeth Street niggas? You met them a little bit. Fucking dust balls. You had to meet them. Yeah, I'm not over my girls right there. She had to. She had to be That's what's up, man. Shout out to them. But that's important, though, because for me, um, one of the biggest mistakes that I, uh, not that I made, but like one of the biggest uh, misconceptions was that you know, when you're marrying somebody or getting involved with somebody, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm not marrying your family. I'm just marrying you. Well, no, you're absolutely marrying into that family and that's your new people. But then it's like, you got to understand that that is uh, you guys' support system. You know what I'm saying? So if there's something going on with your, with your significant other that you need help with, you can go to them because they have more information, more background on it, you know, more experience. They can help you how to do, they, they can, they can help you out in the situation, you know? And the other thing, reason why I think it's important because it's like, look, I need you to know what this person is going to potentially fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, yo, I'm him. You know what I mean? I'm that guy. And, and okay, I'm letting you know that I am him. This is what I'm trying to do. So it's like, you know, so so I, I tell people straight up, like, yo, listen, I'm the I'm not the boyfriend. I'm the man in your life. You know what I'm saying? I'm the man in your daughter's life, right? I am here for the long haul. Like, my intention is to start a family, to have a fucking, a real ass shit. If that's what mm -hmm. they want, you know what I'm saying? And now they have to verbalize and say that shit. I'm all about verbalization speaking things mm -hmm. in the power into existence words mean something you know what i'm saying so if you don't say what you want out loud it ain't gonna happen you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so like for me it's like you know it's in my girl hates this shit right but it's like yo like if if you got a goal or something like that you need to say that shit out loud you know what i'm saying and if oh, it's something like, that uh, speaking into existence type shit yeah and if it's something that i'm supposed to help you out with you need to say that shit to me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's it, you know, because for me, it's like, yo, why the fuck I got a goal and you don't know about it? Or why I got a goal and I'm scared to tell you about it? Like, I'm supposed to share everything with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why can't I share my goals with you? You know, the shit that I want to work on, like my areas of improvement, my weaknesses, things like that, because then how can you support me? You know, so it's like, if I want to lose weight, I need to be able to tell my girl, hey, sweetheart, I want to lose weight this year, you know, and that's something I'm going to work on. I'm telling you that so you can hold me accountable. You know, because if not, it's not real, you know, and that's the thing, man. So uh, and, and that's why, you know, when I'm just meeting the parents, it's like, look, you know, it, I want you to know, like, listen, I want to be with, you know, your daughter. And this is my this is my intention. You know, it's like when, when mom was uh, when her mom was here and she she asked, like, do I want more kids? You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, hell yeah. Uh, but I, but I, she assumed that I didn't at first, I think. And because I because because she asked if I want kids and I was I was like ho 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 and I was like hell yeah I want like three you know what I'm saying like you know yeah. but at the end of the day it's what she can support you know what I'm saying but um mom is on the same page because she's like yo you're X years old right now you only have X amount of time before your you know geriatric pregnancy 
And so that's why meeting the mom is important because it's like, yo, she's on the same time. You. you know what I mean? And it don't matter if we're best friends. We want mm. the best for your daughter. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's something that her and I can talk about, you know, because it's like, look, you got, you know, 28, 29, 30 years with your kid. Right. I got I don't have that. And so it's things that, you know, um, you can help me with you know, overcoming or help me with, you know, getting people to open up with or um, just shit like that, you know, or if I want to plan something, it's like, yo, I, I'm going to need your help because, you know. You, uh, especially when it comes to planning for the, like, family type that you want to have all the family there or something. Yeah. That's somebody you can go to. Yeah. That. And so it's a resource and I'm all about, you know, utilizing all your resources, man. But yeah, I mean, for me, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I, you know, I'm, hey, listen, as soon as I smash Raw, bro, you know what time it is. You, you get a key to the house. You know what I mean? I'm like Joe Button, bro. I'm ready to move you in. You know what I'm saying? We, we could get on Love of Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that, yo. But nah, but no. So I do got a question, man. Are you guys, um, have you guys seen uh, this, this recent post by Tiffany Haddish about her uh, wanting a man to uh, share her life with? No, I didn't see no. it. I, I know I see her and coming coming broke up though. Yeah, so her and illustrious uh rapper Common Sense uh have ended their romantic uh engagement. Uh because what Common said was that uh they their schedules were too hectic, like you know, because they're both uh in the media and shooting movies yeah, and blah 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 blah, you know, and so you know Tiffany Haddish was later on a talk show and said that one what that nigga told me which is very telling you know what i'm saying very mm. telling because i mean that motherfucker is trying to save face that. Yeah, yeah i mean he yeah. said some other shit he said some he said some it ain't true as me that's what the fuck that nigga said i gotta find myself yeah he, he said some shit like that like yeah i need to that's what you know, it is. I, I, I need to grow you know what i'm saying yeah, that's nah. what it is he trying to get back in these streets <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my question is, right, and no disrespect to comment, right, but it's like, yo, fam, you were with Angela Rye, you were with Serena Williams, you were with Erica Badu, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, why would you think it's going to be different with anybody else? There's a common oh, denominator there, you know, mm, and, yeah. and, and that, that common denominator uh, is common, nigga, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's him. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, if, if you, if you motherfucking, um, if, if you're the reason why, or you're the, you can't make it work with all these, uh, black women who are successful and, you know, beautiful and sought after and blah, 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 nigga, that's you, you know what I'm saying? That's you, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, you need to figure that shit out, you know, because, it's going it's going to end up making um you know black women look crazy as fuck <laughs> you know what i'm saying cuz it's like what well, what happens is it's like oh well you know all all these steps with black women can't find a man because uh xyz abc right whatever you know bullshit we attributed to like you know uh being too strong too independent blah 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 blah, blah right and uh it's like nah like in that case nigga it's you it's you because Tiffany Haddish, but I got some, I got some steam, not no, no smoke, but I got some steam for Tiffany Haddish because she said, yeah, I want a man in my life. I can share my success, my joy, my body, 
all while I feel safe with him and he feels the same with me. Does anyone know how to make that happen? This is a, a statement she put out on fucking social media. Now, my thing is, I don't know if you guys are on social media uh, like that or if you follow Tiffany Haddish, but Tiffany Haddish acts like a fucking 20 year old on social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's how she conducts herself. Like the wild ass, uh, like, well, I mean, it'd be like having her from her stand-up comedy or some shit. That's how she is on social media. Yes, she conducts herself like a 20-year-old. You my age, late 30s. Or I think she's in her yeah. 40s, right? But it's like, yo, um, don't no man want that, you know? And, you know, I, I, put, a com- I put a comment, you know what I'm saying, uh, about her. One was stop acting like a 20-year-old, but then was uh, that she had plenty of good men approach her, uh, just like all of them have. Uh, and... They didn't make your lady parts tingle. You know what I'm saying? Because women want the bad boys and wonder why they get treated badly. And then also it was, no disrespect to Common, but if it didn't work with Erica Badu, Serena Williams, and Angela Rye, why do you think your shit would be different? You not about to change this man. If they could make him settle down, you damn sure ain't gonna make him settle down. Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying? Erica Badu, she just put the, uh, she put the voodoo on him because he definitely changed his dress. Yeah, Boy, and then nigga, you nigga, 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 electric circus. That shit was trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change his dress and his whole rap style. When that motherfucker thought he was dude. a light skinned Andre three thousand. Man, you get the fuck yeah. out of here with that shit. <laughs> but nah, my my thing is like, look, man, like you know, because it's it's two things that to that scenario, man. It's like one, she conducts herself in a way where a man that would want to, that could wife that up and satisfy her uh-huh. and make her happy, you're not going to want to get involved with that bullshit. I don't. I don't need to see you on on social media acting like a young person. Like nigga, you old. You know what I'm saying? And then but that would have to be just as, for lack of a better word, would have to be just as ratchet as her. Nope. 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 Because then, where's the balance? Where's the balance? Right. And the problem with successful together. The problem with successful (laughs) black women in the entertainment industry is that they don't want to sit the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? And that's why the shit never works. And this is something that we touched on last pod, right? You look at, um, and this is not the bash black woman shit, right? But it's like, and we're only talking about black women in the entertainment industry because regular women that are successful, they come home every day. Like you come home. If you're in the entertainment industry, you don't come home. You know what I'm saying? So if, if, if I'm active in my career and you're active mm-hmm. in your career, who do you come home to? nobody so now you got to go on a road you got to meet me while i'm filming you got to come to my tour you got to do this shit or i got to meet you out here that's too much fucking work you know what i'm saying and you acted immature on the net like i only see you 30 percent of the time out of the year that shit ain't gonna work it it, it goes back to to like what you said in the last part it's like when you if she want to meet somebody like what are you trying to meet them for are you trying to be a wife because if you're trying to be a wife something has to get put on hold you can't have a career and be a wife and, and, and you so can, like, and, and you can, but that means he's got to be home. He has to have yeah. a regular ass office job, regular, like, and not like, not, and I don't mean like unsuccessful. He could be a businessman, but he's got to come home every night. Somebody has to be stable because when you're out doing your thing, making your bread, doing everything, you have to come back home to that man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if yeah. you're both out doing your thing, it ain't no home. You can't have a home. But then, but, but then it's gonna be like, okay, if if he's the if he's the home husband or whatever, is she gonna look down at him because he's the home husband and she's making all the money? 
Well, no, no, he's got to be yeah. on her level financially. You know what I'm saying? Because, but, but, but why though? But he's better. Because when would she like, be? No, no, think, 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 think about it. Think if, about if, it. If, he, if he's as, not as, on her level it, financially, when would she ever come across him? But, 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 but see that, but that, that, that's the yeah. thing though. If you, if you look at, if you look at uh, men in relationships, for the most part, men, are, men is the bread, a man is the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if, if we're cool where we can date somebody that's not in our, or we can marry somebody that's, that's not in our financial bracket, why can't she? And I would love to answer this question, and I can, but I'll let Sadira answer this question. Thank you. That's what I was going to yes. say. Yes. There we go. Had this conversation. We did. We did. Can you have a career and be a wife? That was the <clears> first one. Yes, you can. I agree. All right, give it to us. How does that work? Um, yeah, you just got to have know. two people that's committed to the cause and, and like tj said earlier you, you both need to be on the same page you need to discuss your goals you each need to know what the other is striving for so that you know okay i'm getting ready to hit the grind and i need the support system on the back end so that i can do what i need to do to get to where i'm going so yes you can have a career and still be a wife, a wife. to answer your question yes because so somebody, uh, somebody has to be home. Somebody, because it's like, yeah. like if, if my lady wants to go do her fitness thing or do her entrepreneurial shit and she's going to be outside of the house, that means I got to make the choice to be home. And mm-hmm. not like I'm home as a house husband, but no, like I am what's stable. Because the opposite way goes with men. Like we're number the ones out being a breadwinner, being a provider. So the woman is stable. So the woman makes the home, Right. But if, if it's the other way around and a woman is the one that's jet set and doing everything, she's popping. It's like, yo, the man, you have to make the home. So you got to make a sacrifice. You got to take a step back. That's a conversation that you guys have to have, you know, and most men aren't willing to do that. That's true. Because as a man, if you don't bring that paycheck, then what do you provide? You feel like your manhood is being tested, and that's because you link your manhood to your money, you know. And that's it's it's, it's about how can you support this woman, you know, because she needs support, bro. Like if she's out there making a million fucking dollars, or she's out there, you know, or let's say Sidera's case, right? You out there uh, making bread uh, in a male-dominated workforce, having to be a fucking boss, a leader, exert all this fucking masculine energy. Right. When you come home, you want to be able to rest in your feminine energy. You want to be able to be a lady. You want to be able to be vulnerable. You want to be you want to be, you know, I don't want to say fragile, but you want to be a woman. Right. And as a man, you got to set the fucking the stage for that to happen. You got to make the environment for that to happen. You got to create that atmosphere where it's like you can come here and you ain't got to worry about shit. You know, and I, I'll use perfect example, right? Like, you know, my lady, you know what I'm saying? There's something me and her, her mom talked about, you know? And I was like, yo, when your daughter comes here, I don't ask her to do shit. I don't ask her to do dishes. I don't have her cook. I don't have her do none of that mm-hmm. shit because she goes to work every motherfucking day in a male-dominated military, dealing with a bunch of dudes, bunch of, you know what I'm saying, at the Pentagon and shit like that. I want her to be able to come here and rest and be relaxed and be comfortable in her feminine energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if we were living together 
and we were sharing the household responsibilities, it'd be different. But when you come here, this is a motherfucking sanctuary. This is an oasis. Just come here, kick your shoes off, lay on the couch. I'll get you a drink. I'll cook every time you come over here. I don't give a fuck because I know what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Because my whole shit is to allow you to be in your natural state of femininity. You know what I mean? I don't want you to have to come here and compete. I don't want you to have to come here and fucking and work. I don't want you to feel like, oh, if I go over there, it's motherfucker going to expect something. Nah, you good. I got all this shit. You know what I'm saying? This, like, I'm him. That's me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't understand how you catch sip daiquiris. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's me. So when you come here, yeah, chill. I ain't gonna actually do shit because I want you to to understand that this shit, you know, this is a safe space. Yo, come here and chill, man. You know what I'm saying? What what, what my nigga say back in the day? Lay your head on my pillow. (laughs) (laughs) And just relax. Shout out to my Tony, Tony, Tony niggas, man. And, and, And that's the thing to go back to you, Jamal, that a lot of men don't know how to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that, to... that, that is true because they feel that if they're not bringing the paycheck, they're not providing. But it's more than mm-hmm. one way to provide. True. Facts. And men have to be taught how to do that. And unfortunately, a lot of us were raised without fathers in the household. So yeah. we don't know how to fucking be dads, be husbands, or be supportive to women in any other way besides providing uh, a paycheck or some penis. It's like, we don't know what to do. It's like, damn. And then I guess that comes with a, that comes with growth too, right? Like, yeah, like you said, the young, unless you're getting it from the jump, like 1920, young month, we don't know nothing. Like you said, money, women, clothes, cars, that's about it. That's how you get girls. And then the high paying job. So I guess it's not until you go through some stuff, you travel the world, you get through a career that oh, I can do it another way. Yeah. That type of thing, so growth. So I guess the best case scenario, you teach them, teach the sons young, hey, it's okay to rub their feet. It's okay to cook. You need to learn how to clean not only yeah. for you, but so you can take a load off of her type shit. And, and the other thing is because at some point, she gonna have kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she got to take off X amount of time from work. And me, I'm a type of nigga, you know, I'm a type of man that's like, yo, I don't want you to work during that first year. That's your time to be bonding with the kid. So if I'm in a position for you not to have to work, I don't want you to work, you know? And uh, if we can stretch that shit a little bit longer, then, hey, we, we're going to do that as well. But it's like, that's your time to bond with the kid. That's your time to recover from that shit, you know, and figure out, you know, what you want to do. You know, because a lot of women decide to make career changes after they have kids. Like, you know what? I don't want to spend 40, 50, 60 hours out of the house. In the work, yeah. You know, right. it's you like... I, what, but they, all, all that, though, is um, it's key because that's that's why I say you, you, you really can't... Like, you can't have a career where you're not home and, and be a wife. So, ah, something's going to have to change. Something's going to have to what? change. That's when the man has to step up and now you play dad. You play full-time dad. And okay, now and you're that, the one. And, and, and a lot of men that's well and aren't good, trying to do you, that. But you have uh, nowadays females, they, they want the men with the high-paying job. So is, is, is it going to be cool for females to go out and do all that while the man plays the home dad? 
if she if she's cool with that without without trying to belittle him in any kind of way, because you know it's gonna have they're gonna start arguing. She's gonna say, I bring all the, make all the money anyway, blah blah blah. You can't do that. Well that if you're, has trying, to do if it, you're trying to you gotta if pick you're the trying right to one, have bro. a career and be uh, yeah, but if you're trying like that's why I was saying in, in a Tiffany Haddish situation, is is she just trying to get somebody to, to be with or is she trying to do something like long term? Because once right. you start having kids, shit shit's gonna have to change. It, you it definitely does. You got to take a step all back. Fucking day. So, perfect like example. Kid. Perfect example is Beyonce, because when she started having kids, you ain't she seen no albums. The fuck out. You ain't seen no albums. You ain't seen no tours. Every tour is with Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? And you don't see them. Yeah. You don't see Jay Z and Beyonce do anything uh, at like. You don't see a Beyonce album and a Jay Z album coming at the same time. It's she's doing her shit. He's playing dad. He's doing his shit. She's playing mom. Or they do something together. Exactly. And they always tour together. And I'm like, yo, that's a perfect example of how to do this shit. Because like, if you're going to share the spotlight, you can't share it at the same time. So that's that's how you get it done, Jamal. It's like, yo, if if Tiffany's touring and she her movies are popping, I can't shoot a TV show for five months. I got to chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Or I got to find some shit that's shooting where we live. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. But, um, you know, most men aren't trying to just like chill and just play dad at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, after doing it, after doing it for a year, let me tell you, that shit is mad easy, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, you know, you know it's crazy? I'm, I'm not going to say it's easy, but a lot of dads aren't built for that. Mm -mm. A lot of them not, aren't built for that. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, and, and that's, you know, that's, part that's of it... That's a whole new ball game. Part of it is just like, you got to... For me, uh, it, I was so used to always doing shit. You got to learn to just not do shit, you know what I'm saying? And then understand like where your value comes in. But for me is everything is like, I'm a video game nigga, I'm a nerd, right? And so let me tell you, I'm like, yo, change four diapers, that's an achievement nigga, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, get through a, get, get through a whole day and the baby don't throw up, that's an achievement nigga. I'm like, if, if we motherfucking, you know, go to the park and she go down the slide by herself, that's an achievement. You know, so I, I look at everything as a fucking uh, tracking system, bro. I'm like, everything yeah, is a fucking like, achievement. But see, exactly. But like, but, and that's the thing. Exactly. Most, most dudes, most dudes do like, I, I, was, I was the same way when, when I had my son. And she'd be like, all right, I'm about to go to work. And I was off and I got him. Okay, cool. I'm going to put him down for a nap at this time. He got to sleep for two hours. Oh, Facts. cool, did it. Bang. Got it. Okay. I know he get up. I know, yeah, I know when he get up, he don't want a bottle. He don't want something to eat. Okay, I, I got that ready for him. Here, here you go, Ben. He over there chilling. Did that. Change the diaper. Cool. Did that. He went through the whole day. Didn't cry not one time. Perfect. Like, Damn. all that shit was like, you know, <laughs> that shit was good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like, like I said, like most most men, you know, like I know, I especially for me, I, I had no background with, with dealing with kids, period. Yeah. So, when you when you come from that to having kids, a lot of men can't handle that pressure. Like, you know, once you start once once you start doing it and, re and realizing how easy it is, it's cool. But it's, it's just the fact of starting to do it. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's like different with being at home with it's just you and your kids by yourself, and you gotta handle this shit to where you, you can't yeah. like, all right, go go to grandma, go 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 talk to mom. It's, that it's a different ball game. Have no brothers and sisters. That's what it is. They ain't take care of no brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's part of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, what, what's your experience, Sadera, with, with uh, men raising kids? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. 
because you were a mom, you had to do that all that shit on your own for the most part. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I was a single mom. And, 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 I, and I applaud you, single mom. I applaud you. Yeah, I mean, and... I applaud you. Man, can we stop that shit? All right? Hey, I, I, <laughs> I, I applaud you too, Meech. You get your flowers too, bro. No, no, not like, even that, shit. bro. If you are a single... And this is not directed at you, Sarah. But if you are a single parent, right? That's your job. <laughs> like, that's your yeah, job, nigga. That's, that's true. That's you know true, what I'm saying? So why, why we applaud... It's like when people tell me, you know... And, and like, and it's like something I go to my baby moms. Like, she'll be like... Oh, you know, um, like she'll say some shit, not anything bad. It's like, you know, she'll be like, thank you for doing this. And I'm like, yo, I don't need a thanks. It's my job. Right. You know yeah. Saying like, like, allow me. The only thing I want, like, is to be able to do my job as a father. I don't need a thanks. I don't need to thank you. I don't need a happy yeah. holidays. I don't need shit. Just allow me to do my job as a father. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? But, but I, I, I don't clock thing, out from this shit. I don't clock out from this thank shit. You, at least let, let you know that she appreciates what you're doing. The appreciation. You, you, you want to you know, you know what it means it. more? You want to know what it means more? But your it's when smile. other people say it. No, when other people say it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the reason why is because like I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the hood, bro. You know what I'm saying. So when I, when I'm walking every day with my daughter, I got like OG hard body, fresh out of jail niggas. Like, yo, I see you with your daughter all the time, man. Walking there, take her to the park. Like that shit inspire me, bro. I appreciate that shit. Love to see brothers, you know, being fathers, breaking that cycle. That shit means something to me. When I have other yeah. parents say that shit to me, like, like the other moms mm -hmm. in here say that shit to me. That shit means something to me. And the reason why it doesn't mean as much when baby mom says it is because nigga we had beef you know what i'm saying <laughs> we wasn't always on a good uh a good terms so it's like so for me it's like and Sidera, you can relate right it's like or maybe you can i don't know right but it's like you get to a point where there's a breakdown in all communications with your co-parent right and it's like mm -hmm. at this point i don't want to hear shit from you except I'm dropping her off. I'm picking her up. That's it. And it's like, that's not going to change for a very long time. You know what I mean? And it's not that I don't like you or I don't want to fuck with you, but you have exhausted all of the energy that I have for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So now I have to treat you like a business partner. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, nigga, that's all I want to hear is drop-offs and pickups. That's it. Uh, so for me, it's like other people, other parents saying this shit, other moms saying this shit like like yo like your daughter is so that shit means way more you know what i mean and like, and, and, like acknowledgement from your peers exactly yeah you know what i'm saying because and, and the reason why is because it's like for me it's like in my situation i have the baby more i have the baby 70 percent of the time and even starting my new job i'm gonna still have my daughter four days out of seven you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I have the baby the majority of the time. I've been here the majority of the entire time. And all the shit that was being complained about, I don't have no problems with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's all about how much work are you willing to do to do the job? Because this shit is a job. And so if I'm starting a new job, right, there's a list of qualifications and prerequisites and, uh, you know, Knowledge, skills, KSAs, Sidera, that kind of shit, right? There's a list of KSAs, right? Knowledge, skills, and attributes that you need to fucking know before you go into this job or after you get this job, you got you to gotta fucking do, right? So if you don't do that pre-work 
and you don't invest the time to be good at this shit, you're not going to be good at it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, uh, baby mom's biggest complaint was I didn't go to like some of the appointments, right? Nigga, I'm working full time on a fucking submarine in the shipyard. I ain't going to make these appointments when you setting them during the, the night work meeting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you setting these shits during my department head meeting. I'm, it's not happening. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, I'm going to read the books. I'm going to go to the classes. I'm going to watch the documentaries. I'm going to watch the videos. I'm going to talk to other parents to be good at this shit because I only get one shot. I only get one chance, right? And so it's like, yo, I, I know I'm doing that shit. But um, it's like that doesn't go for every parent. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, um, people don't take this shit as serious as it is. And then even after the shit happens, it's like, yo, you have to keep working. You have to keep getting better. You can always improve on your parenting skills, you know? And yeah. so for me, it's like, yo, I, I look at, I basically like niggas be like, oh, you're so good with your daughter, blah, 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 blah. I'm like my nigga. I just look at JR and copy this nigga shit bar for bar. That's it. You know what I'm saying? This nigga stole my whole phone. Bar for bar. Yeah. I copied this nigga whole shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what did he do with his daughters? I'm going to do the same shit. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what did Bruce, do? What, what, what did our father do with his daughters? I'm going to do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I ain't reinventing nothing. It's just, you know, huh? Don't do that. Don't, I'm not doing everything, not into the, the later years, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, just just do that shit and read the books and do shit like that. But it's like I don't I don't need external validation because it's like like you said earlier, Calvin, like my daughter smiling, that's all that matters. Like when other parents say, Oh my god, she's such a happy child. When the doctor is like, Oh, she's so happy and feeling well developed, I'm like, Yeah, because that's me, nigga. I don't understand how these cats sip fucking daiquiris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's all good down here at the fucking baby factory, bro. And that's that's my whole thing. You know what I mean? That's my whole thing. But, uh, yeah, but did you guys hear about uh, Megan Good getting divorced? She's married to a pastor. Yeah. And the pastor, the the pastor asked for a divorce. But it's crazy because I know she was, uh, she was holding out until she got married. Yeah, because he wanted to be celibate until they got married. Um, yeah. and, and the pastor asked for a divorce. And let me tell you, I saw this coming from a mile away. And uh, I'm surprised it what, took that, this that long. After you, saw the, you saw them not making it? Yes, for the same right. reasons. The same. Uh, Megan Good is so. Do you niggas not watch TV? No, I don't. What, the, the, yeah, she ain't on the She she fine as hell. No, no, no. Say it again, Jamal. Say it again, Jamal. Say it again. She fine as hell. No, no, no. Before you said that. Oh, the, the, the sex scenes? She yes. Is, she, yeah, she, she in a sex scene her. on a TV show eating a nigga ass. And, and then the movie, she, she, she stopped doing scene. that. No, she didn't. I, that was that, the, I, heard, I heard the same thing, too, uh, Sadir, like that when she got with the dude, she was going to stop. Yeah, that, that, that's the, yeah she wouldn't out. do any scenes that would be that would bring discredit to God. No, you're still doing sex scenes. You're married to a pastor. It's not going to work. One of you has to sit down. You know what I'm saying? One of you got, you can't, one of you got to sit down. Oh, so if she was going to marry a pastor, she got to become the preacher's wife. And chill exactly. Out. You got to yeah. sit down. You well, gotta sit I, re down. I read that they split up because she changed her mind about wanting to have kids. He wanted kids, and then she turned around and said she didn't when she said she did when they initially got together. And and that's a big thing as well because uh, she's my age, and it's too late. They were together ten years. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're not going to change anybody's mind about wanting to have kids. That's their decision, you know? And for me, if I'm the pastor and you tell me, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be fruitful and multiply. Gotta go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You loaded the clip. Gotta go. But see, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. So you, she, she said she wanted to have kids and now she don't. Yeah. And and that's that's going her having kids is gonna make her career slow down. Yep. You want to stay relevant. And she ain't in competition for no Oscar. She ain't getting no Tony Award. She ain't getting those kind of roles. She's only getting roles where she's a sex object, where she's like the girlfriend or whatever. So it's like if you don't sit down, that is true. If you don't sit down, you know, most of the movie she is she is the she is the eye candy of the movie. The eye candy of the movie, yeah, Yeah. right. And that's what I'm saying, man. Because that's all that we know. No, but you know, I don't want to be too. because this judgmental. ain't jump on, this ain't jump on Megan Good and be judgmental. So, Sidera, because you're the resident woman of the podcast right now, uh, just what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Um, and then go around well, the horns. I got to run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> yeah, again, what I read was that the split was uh, amicable. There's no hard feelings or anything like that. She just changed her mind and he was not okay with it. So, they wanted to get, they wanted to split up. So, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as it wasn't, you know, any beef or whatever, and they was okay, then, you know, she made her decision, yeah. he made his, and that was that. So, I mean, what else can you really say? <laughs> yeah, as long as they went, uh, as long as they went out cordially, I guess, because it could have yeah. been something nasty. But yeah, I mean, what do you? I, I kind of agree with what he said, especially dealing with the uh, the whole religious aspect of it. Like at the end of the day, this guy's a pastor, so right. kind of has an image of something. Yeah, you can't have first lady up there. <laughs> and it's gonna be like, yo, yeah, your your wife is over here doing this, but you like, what's yeah. going on? What I mean, that's the same thing with uh, uh Meghan Markle. She married the prince, so she stepped yeah, down yeah. from doing all her acting and stuff because she can't be on TV yeah, doing yeah. <laughs> all that crazy. She, Not that she, she was doing she anything crazy. He married a prince. Shit, if I marry a princess, nigga, I'm cutting all shit out. <laughs> I'm, 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 I got a king of value. I ain't doing shit. Yeah. I'm going to play my role, yeah. goddammit. I guess that'll be that you'd have to be, uh, I guess you'd have to be all in. That's like, the, I keep saying uh, Oprah and Stedman. Like, I don't think Oprah married, dude. And remember, they used to always make the jokes like, I want a house as big as Stedman guest house or something like that. Like, you know, he got a, he doing his own thing, but he doing it under the radar. You got his career and everything, but his wife is Oprah. So what do you do? You try to be out here and do your thing or you play, you play the cut, you play your position. You got to play your motherfucking role. That's what you got to do, man. People don't, it's like, it's like I say on the other podcast, man, know your role. Motherfuckers got to know their roles, bro. You know, and uh, Megan, she didn't know her role. You, you're a pastor's wife. You out here eating ass on TV, you know, because they, they, they were essentially separated for a year. And uh, like she didn't post them for a year. She weren't she wasn't uh, wearing her phone. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And so, uh, yeah, it's like, yo, you, you can't be married to a pastor and fucking be on BT uncut. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what it is. That's what it is, bro. But the basic one, 
tear that past ass up. Hell yeah, you know, but she was out. She was like, like, cause they didn't, she didn't post him for a year, and they were separated for a year essentially. And then, um, soon as that shit got, she was back out in the motherfucking streets, back out in L.A. on Halloween, fighting it up, you know. And it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm, what I'm saying it's all the news. I don't have cable, so. I <laughs> We, oh, oh, hold on, we got we got a, we got a, uh, another guest joining us. We got my man Jordan Becker. Haven't talked to this guy in like thirty eight fucking years from the USS Florida days and shit down in uh, Kings Bay, Georgia. Man, what's good, man? Where you, where you calling in from, bro? Uh, calling in from Fort Lauderdale, bro. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, man. So, um, for those who don't know, back in the day, at a, a long time ago, I was in a submarine under the water doing. The devil's work. <laughs> and uh, my man, Jordan, he was definitely... So besides being like a cool dude, he he knew a lot about underground rap. You know what I'm saying? More so than myself. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker knew everything about some goddamn underground rap, man. But uh, So I, I got I to gotta give him his flowers for that, man. Give him his credits. You know, if I had an applause, we'd be fucking playing that shit right now, bro. But uh, we just recapped the holidays, some other bullshit, bro. So how, how was your holidays, man? Man... Uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, fucking here. Let me, uh, my girlfriend's sleeping. I, I didn't expect to do this. I saw your little link and I hopped on real quick. Give me two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we live, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, holidays was great, bro. Holidays was great. Uh, Thanksgiving was a little harder. Uh, I got a lot of people in my family dealing with drug addiction and shit like that. Everyone's disconnected on Xanax and all that bullshit. Just, you know, being real with you. But, uh, uh, this year, man, not to not to uh, yeah. fuck it, not to hijack your podcast and shit, but I, I've just been really on this mission to spread that positive shit to to really give people the tools they need to fix themselves because you can yeah. fix some people, but you can at least give them the shine a little light in the Ooh. right way, direction of the path they need to be walking and whatever. Uh, Absolutely, no, real good. Um, just you know, share that, share that energy and letting that shit fucking bounce off one another, and people just feed off of it. You know, that route and the lesser. But it's good. Keep it short. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. No, I mean that's like a thing we, we talk about here on the uh pod, man. It's like um, you know, you can't you can't change anybody, but you can give them the tools and the resources and you can be there as as a as a pillar, as a supporter system, you know. But um at the end of the day, people gotta they gotta wanna change, you know, for themselves, man. So no, I, I definitely applaud that, man. I appreciate that, you know, because right. um a lot of people will just give up on folks. Like when they're going through shit. It's easy. They're like, ah, uh, I don't fuck with you anymore, <laughs> you know, and just let you just fucking suffer, you know. But um, you know, life is about people, man, relationships, and, and maintaining them, you know. And uh, and, and how can you? Well, I, well, I like to think is how can you be of service to other people? You know um, what I'm saying? And uh, that, that's super important, like bro. So um, what was that? Oh, that's Jamal. Oh, that, that's wife. Yeah, my daughter. That's my daughter. daughter. Hey, tell us Santa Claus ain't real. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Gee, I think this going to be our last year believing that shit. Next yeah. year, like, nah, listen. That nigga's yo, out here. <laughs> I got a question, man, because it's the holidays and all that kind of shit. And this is, you know, me, I, I got my little Terramana tequila right here, man. Um, when's the last time you and your partner were, like, fucked up or faded? And we'll start with you, George, because you just came on the pod, man. So when's the last time you and your lady... We're in a nice uh, frame of mind, having a good time. All right, so Mitchell, I told I told you we need to catch up and let you know what path I'm on. But uh, shit, last night, 
like using certain tools like how do you want me to speak you want me to be real 100 with you be real hey man listen i smoke weed until i couldn't smoke weed anymore bro so there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden knowledge in this world, bro. Knowledge for yourself, you gotta fucking find it yourself. You gotta work it work it through. But uh, mm-hmm. psychedelics are a motherfucker, bro. Like as I you agree. can already tell, my 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 look has changed. My evolution has fucking grown to a you know. And again, the ego is way the fuck over here. There ain't no fucking like clout. Like oh look at me, I'm cool. I'm fucking enlightened. But uh, uh, there's certain certain things you can you can do. Microdosing, uh, ketamine treatment, all that stuff, bro. I don't know if anyone here in this room is even fucking vibing with that or understands it, but uh, it's something I do regularly and it increases my performance, man. I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a mission to be able to super task my life away and self mastery. But uh, yeah, it, it's 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 not a daily routine, but it's a it's a regular routine that keeps me in focus and in and in light with what I need to do. My 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 objective. Uh, again, these things are tools. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to get like fucked up per se you know what i'm saying I, I don't like to like when i disassociate i'm not trying to like disassociate away the pain and all this shit i try to get away from the ego get away from oneself that we're programmed to be so i can better improve my life my surroundings my people and uh yeah yeah so uh, when was the last time you my, my shorty got fucked up like i mean you know you catch a buzz when you do that kind of shit but uh it's, yeah. it's, it's way different it's way different and we talk yeah. more about I don't, I don't need to be doing blowing your fucking podcast up talking about. Uh, not, hey, listen, I, 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 I talked about getting high and showing the EMT my butthole, bro. So you you fine, man. So <laughs> <laughs> or DMT wormhole. I didn't hear it. <laughs> no, no, I talked about uh smoking weed and, and then uh having an allergic reaction and then showing the EMT my butthole. You know what oh, I'm saying? Because because I was like I, I was I was allergic to it. Uh I, yeah. I got I, I it was it was the pollen. So like when I was in Hawaii and in, in DC buying like the primo shit, it was hypoallergenic. So I wasn't having a reaction. But then when uh, I bought some shake, I was having a little reaction to the fucking pollen and shit. So I had to call the EMTs and slocks. You were, I had y'all on the fucking uh on, on a group chat. Yeah, the EMTs <laughs> in the house taking my blood pressure and shit. I had to call them twice, bro. And I, I showed them <laughs> my butthole because I asked them, do you see any swelling? on my legs and I put my pants down and showed him my butthole and then he was like yo <laughs> but Jeff so, so here's a question man because um I'm all about that bro I believe in the power of uh natural medicine right and so I'm like yo uh I have a friend that went down to uh South America and did like a whole ayahuasca training oh, program for like three months Three fucking yeah. months. You got to go out in the in the in the jungle, learn about this shit. Go with a shaman. Yeah, you got to like harvest it, make it, and then just do it by yourself for like a month straight, damn near, right? And I'm like, yeah. yo, I kind of want to do that, but I don't want to end up on a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no. Hey, yeah. I haven't I haven't done ayahuasca, but dimethyltryptamine DMT. Are you are you hip to any of that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, real talk. Um, it does put you in connection with a whole another dimension of beings, uh, the, the, the creators, uh, it, it, yeah. it, it's beautiful. Um, this is anecdotal. Don't, don't, don't take it from me. Please do your research. Uh, there's a very good documentary actually, uh, comes out of, a uh, uh, university of Michigan, uh, lab group, uh, you know, due to the 1970s, uh, drug laws and the war on drugs that have 
depleted our ability to really research and understand the development of psilocybin research, LSD, uh, MDMA, uh, ketamine, how all these things reflect and work on treating depression, fighting the ego, finding one's true self in nature, uh, understanding our, our, our purpose in life, uh, blase, blase. Um, basically, right now, the science is moving very, very rapidly. Um, dimethyltryptamine, it actually is created all throughout the body, uh, the mm -hmm. liver, the lungs, the heart, the pineal gland, the visual cortex, um, and it literally is the fabrics of reality. Um, I can tell you through some crazy ass fucking experiences, bro. Like I, I've smoked DMT and had sex and literally in that process, I could morph with my hands and my mind, my, 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 my girlfriend, my female counterpart, like I, I grab onto her waist and pull out and her waist would expand. And this is no shit you like, like this in, in, in there, I could, I could, I could edit and, 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 and it's, it's a lot to just wow. be like, Morning, uh, fucking first time we talked in a minute, but I'm telling you all this shit. Yeah. Like, bro, I'll, I'll talk to you about it on, on the side. Bro. Hey, I'm, about to, I'm, about, I'm about to get some DM, DMT and fuck my bitch like <laughs> Dr. Strange, dog. Ever <laughs> 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 in the middle dimension, dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go to Build a Bear. Get bigger boobies, fucking wider heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, because let, let me tell you, man, because I've done edibles, bro. I've done edibles. And, uh, and that's that shit. Let me tell you, it, it's. It's a journey, you know what I'm saying. And I had I had somebody that was, I had somebody that was yeah. more experienced, and uh, and they were like my guides. So they made sure I didn't fucking like jump off my balcony, but um, it was fucking nuts, bro. Like it, it was it was like you think the movies and how it's depicted on television is like just false and like bullshit. Nah, man, it's kind of like that. True, man. But right. it's, it's all in your mind, though. It's all in your mind, though. So you make it what it is. So if you're if you're in like a a good state, a safe space, if you're like in a good uh, headspace, it's it's cool. But if you're like worried about shit or thinking about shit, you got like anxiety you're dealing with that shit is gonna come right there. Set and setting, one hundred percent, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I I tried to do things when I was younger, not knowing enough, not having enough knowledge and wisdom on the elements dealing with my own demons dealing with you know you know being the fucking military dog having a divorce under my belt coming back from deployments coming back eat mushrooms and shit like i had great great experiences and shit but when i tried uh dimethyltryptamine the first couple times like just wasn't ready for it i, I wasn't in the right place um and it's unique man having like a bad trip for lack of a better term uh no i mean like like psychedelics really don't your, your risk of having a bad trip on a psychedelic is very, very minuscule unless you're really not in a good fucking groove in general. Like, if, you, if you're not yeah. vibrating properly all the time, you're always, like, stressed the fuck out, yo. My mom's is always tripping. Uh, rent's due. Fucking kids are screaming. Place is dirty. There's so many things you got to keep your ducks in a line. You you know, always always be on top of your shit and you, your, your bubble. Your bubble has to be clean. Your bubble has to be regulated in a sense before you get just step out and really expect to, to have advantages like like but but in general um you know it's all about you know uh you know consumption amount what are you doing how, how much are you doing you, you microdose something you're never gonna have a bad trip it's, it's always gonna be beneficial but when you start to go on that psychonautic journey when you when you start to really elevate and you, you really want to find answers and download some material man it's uh you got to make sure you're ready for it because if you got underlying issues you know or if you got your phone blowing up or you got uh, somebody who's not on that vibe with you, you know, knocking at the door, like it's gonna, it's gonna trigger you. And if you don't know how to control those triggers, if you're not experienced enough to do it, yeah, it, it, that, that that's where bad trips come from. Uh, but 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 anyway, yeah, it's uh, 
<clears throat> gotta make sure you have your shit, you know, in order. In order. Fucking really yes. get to that. So so Sidera, Sidera, because cause you you got you got you got your man. He's kind of square. When's the last time you guys were uh catching a nice little vibe or something like that? <laughs> um well he's not a drinker, so <laughs> Hey, you gotta drink. I'm just saying, you know, y'all y'all can get some mushrooms and get, you know, what I'm saying, and, and have some fun. No, none of that. Um, it's it's been a while. Because you're a drinker, say. so how is that? How is that being somebody that likes to partake in a beverage or two, and then dating somebody that a doesn't consume? No. <laughs> Yo. Hey, yo, uh, real quick, you mentioned dog. Check this out. <laughs> the fucking mushrooms, dog. <laughs> Eddie's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I have a boy fucking commission for me. Uh, whatever. There's a written this mushroom. I'm like, hey, check that out. I won't go grab <laughs> it. Anyway. Um, but no, yes, I do like to indulge. Um, but I don't, I don't drink to get drunk. I yeah. just like alcohol. I like, I like beer. I, I know that's weird coming beer from a woman. Beer is fucking trash. I love beer. Thank I you. like to Thank go you. to beer, beer tasting. Oh <laughs> I like to try the different beer? types of beer. Yeah. Different ales and stuff. And, and I, I, I yeah. went through a phase where I was like all about beer. And then I'm be honest, like yeah. beer, beer just had me taking mad shits, bro. Yeah, I, I don't drink it a lot. Um, if I go to like a different restaurant and they have different types of beers, then I'll try them out. Like um, in the like, craft beers and shit, like you, you yeah, like, go yeah, pops is in this thing. I was like, and that's cool, right. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah when we went down to um, North Carolina, the Airbnb that we stayed at, the guy actually owned a um brewery. Mm-hmm. So he gave us like a free tour and gave us um, like a flight of beers to taste all for free. So, you know, that is stuff like that. I like to do when it comes to beer. But I as far as those Christmas pancakes you had, those were, <laughs> they didn't make it. Those were good, though. Those Christmas pancake beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The stouts. Yeah. Um, yeah. My daughter yeah, spilled mine on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was traumatic for you. Yes. But as far as drinking, um, no, I just, I just, I'll sip. Um, I stopped drinking wine because I will break out because of the sugar. Um, I only drink it on occasion. So we had some for Christmas dinner since we had some prime rib on the menu. Um, but I, I used to drink vodka, but if I drink too much, I will black out. So I'm not, I, I don't drink vodka. So my go-to right now. What do you now, mean? You don't, you, you were just drinking that Thanksgiving. It was tequila. Oh, that's my, my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so blackout, vodka, Eddie. That's so wild. Yeah. So, so I could drink tequila, um, but if I drink too much vodka, it's not a good ending to the story. So yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, wild. that's wild that you say that because um, vodka makes me do that. Like we did, I've done that twice. Uh, pedal bike tour in Nashville. It was vodka and lemonade, and you ride it, you drink your vodka and lemonade. Yeah. But I remember the night up until a certain point, and I don't know how me and Monica got back to the hotel, but we woke up, we had a shit full of ones, and she had on my shirt, and I just, the last thing I remember was the club, and then waking up in the hotel room, and it wasn't <laughs> like we were, it was, that was it. Like, there's a whole part of that night that was gone. 
Yeah. And so that was that time. And then oh, you asked the question, the last time we've been was the anniversary was in Vegas. And I said, you're not, I'm watching The Hangover in <laughs> Vegas. That's awesome. Because I'm looking at all that shit out my window. And then we go out that night. We go to the Cosmopolitan, have a couple of drinks there. Then go to the uh, the Paris and it's an outdoor bar. And it's one of those, you pay $150. It might cost you 50 to get in and the rest goes for your drink tab type yeah. thing. So it's like, all right, uh, I don't want to get nothing crazy. Vodka and Red Bulls. And I'm on those all night. And <laughs> I was chill. I wasn't you know, ridiculous. I'm not a belligerent. I'm a happy drunk. But I remember having a good ass time. And then I woke up the next morning looking at it, the wife and like, hey, what happened? So the part of the night after I remember was a part of the night that I don't remember, like it blacked out. She was like, Oh yeah, you you fell asleep in the bathtub, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Like, <laughs> I was slumped in the bathtub. <laughs> but and then it was like for real, she's like, yeah. And then it was another part that she had to show me pictures. Like we were taking pictures in front of a Christmas tree and shit. And I'm looking crazy, looking respectable, but crazy. But I don't remember taking those pictures. So yeah, that vodka and Red Bull, that that vodka will sneak up on you. Delete yeah. Some shit. yeah. What about you, Slash? When the last time you and your lady, you know what I'm saying, got got saucy? We was both hammered. It's been a minute. Um. Like the, the older I get, the less I drink. So the, the less I get, the quicker I get drunk now. So <laughs> back, back, back when we first met, uh, we was out in uh, Atlantic City. Me, her, her uh, college uh, roommate. And uh, her college roommate had put me on the, the, the Jolly Rancher drink. Yeah, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, but you know, like, they're they, they, they gonna creep up on you, so you know, be careful. I'm just yeah. thinking, fuck that. I, I drink because my drink before was always uh, cranberry and vodka, so which I'm is like, I can drink like which is equally as sus. <laughs> yeah, that's a girl's bro, drink, bro. Hey, listen, listen, man. This motherfucker wants sex in the city, I dog. I don't do dark, I, don't, I don't do dark liquor. I, I, my shit is gray goose, Ciroc, you know, shit like that. Uh, so I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there. I, I knock like five back in like ten minutes. Are oh, you wild, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, but I didn't know. Yeah, so. I within like a half hour that I was fucked up. My wife was I don't know if she, what she was drinking, but she was hammered. You know, and our friend, you know, had to drive, so she really couldn't drink like that. But that was the last time we was both together, like hammered at the same time. Other than that, like usually when we go out, either if she's driving, you know, I'll drink some, or if I'm driving, you know, she'll sip on something. Um, you know, we don't drink that much as, as much as we used to now. You know, like on New Year's Eve, you know, we'll have like a little some champagne or some wine or something. But uh, we don't we don't go too heavy with it now. But like when we first started dating, like we was out somewhere, we was, <laughs> it was alcohol present. Yeah, going in. Yeah, yeah, we going in. <laughs> we was going in. All right, so okay, so we're talking about significant others, man. And um, I have to ask you a question, Sadira. I'm gonna start with you because you're a woman. <sighs> Farts, tampons, and poop. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going? And all three are very, you know, like this is something. Where is this going? I'm just saying. I'm listen. Just follow me here. Follow me on this journey, man. All like, natural. All natural. When all they and they're all natural, right? So, uh, when are you comfortable farting in front of your guy? And when are you comfortable putting a tampon in his toilet? And then when are you comfortable with take Oh, you put it in the trash. My bad. You see us out there. You put it in the toilet. put a maxi pad in the toilet. Like, why won't flush? But, yo, why? And when, when, then when are you You're comfortable? When are you comfortable taking a poop with your guy in the house? Never. Never? What? So you make you make Brian and, and leave and shit? No, you like no. yo, you like um, yo, go to Whole Foods. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go to Whole, go to Home Depot. Be a safe, <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm Anytime comfortable with that. Grass, so in bed, in bed, in bed. No, do you leave bed to fart, or do you fart yes. while you're in bed? Well, if he's sleeping, yes. <laughs> Damn. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I feel safe. People need to be more open, man. We are all creatures. Uh, like, oh my God. Wild man. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, so, you fart in front of your girl, Jordan? <laughs> Bro, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yo, because. I I'll leave the room. I'll leave the room because like I, my fart like, stink, bro. My yeah. shit stinks. See, see that's that's that new phase shit though. Nigga, I'm taking I'm farting. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. shit. I'm shit with. I'm taking the shit with the door open. Nigga, fuck out of here. Oh my god. Yo, I'm taking the shit with the door. That is it's bad. Still talking. Well, fat for real. <laughs> so no, it, they're all natural bodily functions, and we all do you them. Gotta share it with everybody. Yeah, I li- I know my farts stink, dude. My farts stink. I, I, my shit stink too. Look, 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 I don't like smelling my you, shit. I be ashamed. You me. When you married me, you married this smell. Goddamn it! Let's, let's ride out. <laughs> you married these insides. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, but like it's, it's crazy though. When I like I said when I first met my wife, right when we was first dating, you know we had the the, the distance thing. So when she when she would come visit me, like all we used to do was go out to eat and fuck. Literally, like that's all. We <laughs> Movies, dinner, fucking. So we, we get back to the crib. She'd be at my house for like the whole weekend and not use the bathroom. So like, <laughs> like, like the first three months, I'm like, yo, when did she take a shit? So, so I'm like, ain't no way I have. We just left one fucking Applebee's and Fridays. And you ain't got to take a shit. No way. Got the extra reservoir shit. Yeah, I'm like, yo, so when did she take and, like, and you got a long ass train ride, bus ride home. But like, when is she going to take a shit? it was even funnier it was one time i, I want to say we was like two months in i was at her house and we had just came back from uh going out to eat whatever and i had to take the train home yeah mind you the train ride the train ride is four hours yeah. so so I'm, I'm sitting there like yo i gotta take a shit and i can't wait to get on the train so i'm like mm-hmm. fuck it i just went in the bathroom and took a shit i was i was so scared of stopping the toilet up that i might push the toilet like three times i'm like hey yo, i'm about to, about to sit here and 
And like, nah, it's not gonna happen. Hey, you know what's crazy when you flush it, that motherfucker come back up. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't want none of that shit to happen, bro. That's the kiss of Poseidon. <laughs> yeah. bro. You got that little turd, that little turd, listen, like permission man. to die, Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> like the kid. But like once, 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 uh, I, like once she got comfortable inside the door, and I'm like, all right, fuck, it, we in there now. Let's roll out. <laughs> so, yo, Joy, man, wh- wh- when did you and your lady get get comfortable uh, exercising those bodily functions? <laughs> I mean, bro, like, um, so me and her, we, we've been together like four and a half years or so. Uh, I would say within the first like two weeks, man. Like, I'm a pretty open person. I'm pretty, open, and I and I and I can have dialogue any 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 time of day. I can I can communicate the message of understanding. Like I want people to be comfortable around me. I don't yeah. want nobody type of way holding anything back. Anything. Literally. Now, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying, like, be you. I understand. Oh, you know, you're on your period. All right, cool. Like fucking do what you need to do. I'm not bothered by seeing fucking rappers and tampons in the trash. You know, don't let don't let the cats get into it. You know, whatever. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird, where, you know, like, you just, you know, you, you don't, you, you know, shame is a motherfucker. People, people find shame in too many things, bro. You yeah. just got to be comfortable. But, uh, but, but, yeah, real quick, real quick, with any any relationship I've ever been in, uh, I remember, if you, remember, uh, you met, met my ex wife, but the girls I was dating, shit, bro, like, man, I'll fart on the first date, bro. I don't give a fuck. That's what's up, man. <laughs> he go, he go, shake hands and go right to the toilet and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you go to a Mexican restaurant, like, yo, let me get the refried beans extra. You know what I'm saying? Extra refried beans. Doing that. I'm just saying, it's like, yo, it's a relative nature, man. It's fucking, you know, I I think in a way, I think in a way, it breaks down boundaries real fast. Like, hey, you know, it does. It it does. It definitely does. And and that's the thing. When when I, when my wife, when my wife did it and I knew about it, I I was like, okay, she's 100% comfortable here now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right, right. It gives you closure. Like, all right, so yeah, good. yeah. So, so Calvin, man, when 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 is your lady? You know, what I'm saying, drop that duker in front of you, bro. Uh, we she still <laughs> she's still not gonna drop the like the deuce deuce. Not just yeah, but she'll she'll you know take a piss in front of me that the whole. She peeing, I'm brushing my teeth type shit, real shit. We don't share the bathroom. We got real intimate, real close. And now, yeah, I have no issues because it's damn near every morning. Uh, she's down getting her coffee and I'm in the downstairs bathroom and the door's open. And I'm talking from there. Why you, know? you have the door open, dog? Communication, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you, you want one of the you, you playing that. fetch with the dog taking the shit like yo yeah the dogs come in they get their pets the cats rolling how y'all doing they, they, I'm on yeah, my see, that's what I'm talking hey, nah, hey, hey, no no this this we we in this together now so, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we got real it got real quick I say it, it got real quick being that with all the uh, you know periods and all that stuff but I think yeah. Because I remember even me first meeting her, I remember specifically going to the kitchen at least five times because I had a fart on my stomach that I did not want to drop there. In the <laughs> Straight up, like, yo, you want, I, you want some more juice? You know, I was going to get that juice and let it out. Man, that was the first meeting. But once we got comfortable, it was just a wrap. So it's nothing now. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because me, I, I I consume like a lot of uh, plant based shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you when you have like a plant based diet, those farts smell bad. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, the earth, the earth, the earth comes out of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I'm sitting here eating like plant based protein shit or like just mad vegetables things like that and and spinach and all this shit kale and it's like yo, that shit smells bad as fuck coming out. You know what I'm saying? So you fart. You gotta clear the room, bro. You gotta open a window yeah, or something. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got you gotta let her know you're gonna be with me. You got this yeah. smell. I'll be like, yo, don't nobody come in here for 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's me, bro. But yo, yo so, so here honestly, like when when your diet is like from one extreme to the other, that's the worst. Like, like mm -hmm. people eat plant-based diets consistently their body naturally starts to compensate that shit and it, and it lessens the effect but i'll tell you it's like somebody who likes to eat hot wings one day and they have fucking mahi mahi caesar salad the next like it just yeah, yeah. it just fucking stomach's like what am i doing all right vent 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 vent, vent. Yeah, you're you gonna, you gonna get all this shit too <laughs> yeah yeah and my thing is i'm like i'm kind of lactose intolerant but i love cooking with butter like i don't i don't eat like dairy i don't drink whole milk things like that but i love cooking with butter and so when i'll cook these like foods and like with the sauces man like if i'm making pasta it's like i'll have like almond milk but then i'm like putting mad butter and cheese in that shit man and that shit comes back out bro there it's go. not good it's not good bro it's like it's like Yo, it's like imagine what uh, I don't know if y'all watch fucking Lord of the Rings. Imagine what uh, Mordor smells like, bro. Just mad sulfur and fucking. <laughs> you like, damn, Smeagol, you live here, nigga. You live like this. <laughs> it's like, yo, yo, kale, kale is the worst, bro. If you eat kale. Yo, don't have a girlfriend, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, and that's yeah. I'm I'm telling you, man, and and it's just like that's also why it's like for me, it's like if 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 I'm dating somebody, I prefer you to not be a vegetarian. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to eat a lot of kale, and they, those are the worst farts. You know what I'm saying? Those are the worst farts, and they're often. Well, I remember. I remember back back when I was on my workout tip a lot more, like back back in the Navy and shit. Fucking protein farts, bro. Yep, protein yeah. farts, bro. Those, 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 worst, those, those are clear <laughs> room. Those are clear room. Farting my fucking my 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 coveralls, just fucking standing in line for and showers. And that shit stays there. And then like you gotta like kind of like pull it up, and then it comes out. <laughs> you gotta unzip it. <laughs> And it's just like, ah. <laughs> Sadira, you know about that. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey, hey. So, you know, we, we come from a different, like, I mean, most people don't get it unless you've been in, like, some type of fraternity or lived in some kind of college dorm or or whatever. But, like, being on the sub, bro, talking about, like, the comfortability. Like, you remember back in the day, bro. Motherfuckers on the subs, dude. They're grimy. They'll walk up yeah. into your state room. The, the motherfuckers will walk into your bunk room. Wake you up, be like, "Hey, leave one for you." And then what the fuck? First round of wake ups. Yeah, yeah. First <laughs> <laughs> you got to give some mustard gas and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, man. You, man. No, so question, because Sadira, my sister, she was in the Navy, um, and women, you guys are worse than men. All right. You guys are worse than men 
in the in the navy in the military because y'all 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 bunk rooms be nasty 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 you know what i'm saying and and y'all be having y'all guts are bad y'all don't eat right and y'all got some bad guts you know what i'm saying so what's what's like the worst lady fart that you smelled you know what i'm saying No, like <laughs> <laughs> she's like the one I gave before I left the boat. <laughs> um, the I mean, I wasn't. We, we didn't do that. Um, not like, where I would. Like, y'all didn't just fart. Y'all didn't just <laughs> fart. No, ain't, ain't no way. No, no. I, I bunked. No, I bunked with um some actually very clean oh, women. Okay, um, so so in the in the sonar shack, in the sonar shack, y'all wasn't letting them rip. No. I was in. I wasn't in uh, the sonar shack that long, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really have any real world, real Navy experience when it comes to uh, that stuff. But no, the women that I bunked with were very clean, mm. um, and they were women, so <laughs> they weren't the the nasty kind that y'all dealt with. So, oh, the women on submarines are the. Cleanest of the clean. I'm not I'm saying. saying on the submarines. I'm saying in general. I'm lying. No, but uh, <laughs> why are you throwing shots at our chicks, dog? <laughs> no, but no. So here's a serious question. So when did your guy get comfortable farting or pooping around you? Um, I think it was always. It, it, it's never an intentional. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fart because you're yeah. in the room. <laughs> but if, you know, if it slipped out, whatever, no big deal. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's whatever. But so the first time you no. farted, first time you farted, were you like, "Oh my God, he loves me"? No, <laughs> not that serious. <laughs> but no, I think. Uh, oh, I love you. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's not like that. Um, there's there's been some slip ups, but it's not like, like so you, said, don't fart not in front of, you don't fart in front of your guys. So if you got to fart, you need a room. Yeah, because that's me. That's yeah. Me. I don't I'll, want nobody go, to deal with that. I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I fart and then like pretend to wash my hands or something. Let me tell you, I'm so bad. If I fart, if I fart, I will go take a fucking uh, a wet wipe and wipe my ass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you know? I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, you can't be here. You shall not pass. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> you know, even, even if, I, if I take a shit, bro, like, shout out to my, shout out to my boy, uh, Anthony Coates, dog. Like, he, I thought he was so weird. Uh... Cause he was like, yo, if he shits, he has to take a shower. And I thought that was so weird at first, but then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> After every shit. So now it's like, yo, hold on. If I shit, I'm going to climb back in bed with all these crumbs on my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm disrespecting my, my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I can see now. Nah, I can see taking the wet wipe after that, but a shower after every shit. No, I mean so, 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 sometimes it depends on how bad. I mean, I've done that. Sometimes it depends you on how bad it is. Twice, wash your ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you got a wipe more than twice, wash your ass, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because my my thing is like, yo, I look at the shits I take, and these motherfuckers are impressive. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when you got the alien busting out of your body. It's like imagine it busting out of your ass. 
You know what I'm saying? And it, it like wraps around a toilet, bro. It's like a fucking King Cobra in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, man, <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta take a shower, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. And if you write more than twice, take a shower. Take five minutes, bro. Jump in, you know what I'm saying? Splash, splash, wash ass. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Because it's like, yo, bro. Put that on a listen. shirt. Huh? Splash, yeah, splash, 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 yeah. splash. <laughs> <laughs> no, because my thing is, it's like, yo, it's like, yo, fam. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to. This is where we get too graphic, right? Like, imagine, you know, I'm I'm a young lady, and I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get my man in the mood. I'm trying to get my man in the mood. I want to surprise him, so I'm like, uh, I'm gonna give him some morning head, and he done got up, took a shit in the middle of the night, and then take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, That's what I'm saying. Uh, and I go down to, you know, yo, pause, right? I go down to suck the stick and dick. <laughs> yo, and it smell like Frodo's feet, yo. Like, no, nigga. <laughs> I go down to suck his dick and it's like Gimli. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how long you been in fucking, yo, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, since, since we're going that route. It smell like Middle Earth, dog. <laughs> hey, since we're going that route, since we're talking that, that grimy shit, bro. Uh. What's what's your feelings on getting your your, your butt your butt eaten? We'll start with Jamal. Jamal. Throw it, <laughs> throw it out there. The comfort. You down, you down Jamal, you're on mute. Jamal, you're on mute. Hey, can y'all hear me? We hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Not fucking happening. No way in fucking hell. No, get <laughs> the fuck away from me. You're not putting. You're not putting your mouth nowhere near my ass. Not going. You're not putting nothing in my butt. No. Don't That's even ask. Because you me. don't shave your butt, dude. Why? Why should I? Dude, because when you poop after you wipe, there's still poop on your butt hair. Yes, and that's why I, that's why I got a rag that I use for that reason. After I wipe, <laughs> you put the rag nah. right back on the towel rack. So it got nah, I got nah, I got a uh, I got a stack because now now because now we got the, the bathroom is separate from the from the the, the bathroom uh, from the uh, rest yeah. of the shower and uh, shit. So it's like the little door next to the toilet. I got a uh, a stand. I got a stack of paper uh, wash cloths on it. And every time I'm taking shit, I use one, bang, bang, boom, put it in the washer so I or put it with the dirty clothes so I can wash them with the next little. Nah, so they make fuck out of here. Wipes, right? Yeah. No, do wipes are dope. Wipes. Do wipes are good. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, yeah. yeah, there's literally a company that's like, they're, they're called do wipes. You're right. There's yeah. organizations that like try to like fucking make the bro effect for like hygienics and shit. Like, dude wipes. Mm -hmm. Bro, yeah, because, because the, the normal, the normal, uh, like flushable wipes, they'll rip when you're really trying to get up in there. They'll rip. Yeah. So dude wipes, like I mean, you've been in the boat, you've been in the boat. The dude wipes, like like no shit, chem wipes. It's like a wet chem wipe, and it's not gonna rip. So you can get all up in there. Yeah, man, that shit, that shit got fucking carbon fiber woven in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, shaving, I'm not shaving my ass. So you're not doing nothing to my ass. So you're not getting your ass saved, Jamal. You are you are so close-minded. Yeah, I, I, when it comes to that, I will be. Yes, I am. So Bro, forget you it. <laughs> nope. You can just get me. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> Next. What about, what about a figure? Oh, 
now. <laughs> Next. I'll come back in five minutes. <laughs> she might get some more fucking tequila. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about- like, you know what? You know what? I did put a finger in that motherfucker ass. <laughs> so you're Calvin, bro. You you, you got them legs uh, cocked up, bro? <laughs> you doing a little Kim pose on a woman's face? <laughs> nah, man. Nah, um, I ain't gonna lie. Had an old bird put me on. Uber and she made me go get in the shower, blah blah blah. blah. I want to do something special for you, and yeah. then she did it, and it felt weird as fuck because your all your masculinity gets taken out of you. No, the ego, the ego, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, ego. But it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, no, let's just shit. No, you, you in there sound like Prince, like ooh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but so I tried it and it wasn't for me. But I mean, yeah, I've been there. So <laughs> yep. all about that uh, like let, letting your guard up because at the end of the day, like the science is there, the prostate is a yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I'm 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 just saying, bro, like you know, nah, you always hear don't limit yourself because there's a lot out there for pleasure. You know, fuck all this pain shit. Like, no SM. I don't like being fucking whipped or fucking smacked or that. <laughs> but, like, bro, we all out here to fucking just live and experience. We're sensory organisms just trying to be stimulated in one another, whether it's through drugs, sex, visual entertainment, music, experiences, laugh, laughter, camaraderie. Like, these are all things that give us pleasure. But, yeah. But, yeah, you got to open your mind up. You got to open your butthole up sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. Yeah, um, let me tell you, because, yo, because I, because I mean, like, it, a lot of it depends on uh, the type of women that you date. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, uh, some women ain't fucking with that shit, right? Some women are, right? It just depends. Um, but for me, it's like, yo, I know what's down there. You know what I'm saying? I look at the damage that I do to a toilet every morning. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't want you to have to go through that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you. Because <laughs> now it's like, oh, uh, because now, yo I, yo, I don't watch all the fucking Lord of the Rings shit. So now it's like, yo, I don't want you to have to, I, you, don't, you don't deserve to fight the Balrog. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. <laughs> you don't got to fight Balrog. Yo, like, I don't want you to have to lick my ass, yo. <laughs> like, you, like, if you want to do it, you can do it once. Everybody gets one, just like Spider-Man. But it's like, yo, listen, you don't got to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I know what I do every morning. You know what I'm saying? And that is a fucking crime scene. You know what I mean? Every morning, I'm in the bathroom for 45 fucking minutes till my legs fall asleep, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's not I, healthy. I'm in. I'm in there. I'm in there, just like hitting my legs. You know what I'm saying? Just like wake up, like, no. <laughs> wake up, Mr. West. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And it's like, yo, I, I go in there. I check my email. I like, I like, I do shit on my phone, bro. Like on the toilet. You know what I'm saying? And so, yo, it feels like a form of meditation when you sit in there, dude. Like you're just concentrated. It is. 
Yeah. It is, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, that, that's how I, I get myself ready. I center myself. I go use the bathroom then I go morning routine, workout, shower. You know what I'm saying? So if, so if, if I'm going to tell you right now, so if you catch me coming out the shower, everything is fair game. You know what I'm saying? Cause now I'm clean. You know what I'm saying? I am cleansed. You know what I mean? So if you want to defile your tongue like that, you know what I'm saying? Then go ahead. Yo, I got to get up out of here, man. I got to go get my uh, turkey started and everything because we're doing our little Christmas dinner and whatnot today. But just wanted to say everybody have happy holidays and all that. It was good talking with y'all. All right, man. Just keep that in mind. Open your mind and your ass cheeks, bro. And your people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't, don't do it, Kev. Don't do it, Calvin. <laughs> so, so, so here's a question. Here's a question. You know what I'm saying? Um and we'll talk about uh, like your, your your circle of friends, you know. And a lot of times, uh, as dudes, we get blamed for having a a bad circle of friends. So, does your lady have a good circle of friends? And then for you, Sidera, uh, does your man does he have a good positive circle of friends? You want me to answer right now? Sure. <laughs> Because while you're answering, I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh my drink. <laughs> um, yes, I think so. Um, do they talk that often? Not really, but everybody has their um, own lives, careers, and all that fun stuff. But I know they're in this group chat together, so there's a lot of constant back and forth with communication. But yeah, for the most part, I think uh, they're good. And then y'all can answer. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. My shit be fucking up. Fucking, I can't wait to get my goddamn internet in tomorrow. No stress. Uh, my wife ain't got no friends, so. My wife is like me when it comes to people. Like, we don't do the, you know, the whole... The needy, we don't, you don't like the needy friends that's always wanting attention. Or why don't you call me? Why don't you do this? Blah 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 blah. But Jamal, so, you, you have I mean? friends. You have friends. Yeah, but 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 at the same time, I don't sit there like I don't get mad if if you you Yader or Mike and like y'all don't call me. Like that shit don't. Like, I know we life talk getting to away you yeah. every day. Every yeah, day not, on we don't two talk, we don't talk every day. on two different group chats we communicate I every talk, day. I I talked to Mill since my brother wedding. Well, someone in the group chat is always communicating. It's normally me or Bone or Gordon. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, you know what I'm I don't, so. <laughs> we got to get him off that shit. Too. <laughs> so that nigga's tripping. But, uh, yeah, she don't really, you know, she got work friends that, you know, ask for a couple, couple, then, you know, it's not so the you one. Don't have, you don't have, like, couples friends, like married couple friends and shit? Nah. The one, the one friend she did have that was married is going through a divorce, though. So. <laughs> 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 that ain't really working out, but you know. So, how important is it for you, for your significant other, to have her own circle of friends? Super, super important. And if you can be in the same circle together, that's even better, man. Like, like, like when I moved back when I when I got out of Georgia and moved down to South Florida, finding my tribe, finding the right people, people that you know that can build with you. You know, you, you know, it's all about proper, proper decision making. And, uh, you know, you got certain people that have their wantful needs and what, what they're trying to do with their life. And 
how they're trying to elevate. And then you got other people that just, you know, want to party, want to clown, don't want to really like talk about real shit, but just always about, yo, let's go out get these bitches. What the fuck? Like, you have people that really lift you up and have your best interests at heart, but also including your significant other into that circle is important, man. Like y'all going to be in the same level. You got to have the right intentions. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that like, 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 like me and my girl, she doesn't have a lot of, like, she doesn't have friends outside of people that I know. Like Mm -hmm. it's, we're all friends. It's all love. We, we all, you know, I'm not in like, uh, I, I I got a couple homies that I stay in like group chats with that we talk about like music, like, on the like EM festivals and all of that. But uh, like, I don't feel that like, I don't feel like she she like like I want her to go and be independent and go do her own shit with these people at times and stuff. But like, yeah, not having friends that that's where it gets rough because yeah. then, then they, they're responsible for fucking everything. You gotta yeah, fucking yep. the friend, the 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 shoulder to lean on, the, the all that, and like you can't. That's too much duty. You can't be doing all that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, Sadira, yeah, what about got, your circle of friends? One friend, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But no, like um, like he said, I think it's important to have friends that are on the same level and mm-hmm. like trajectory as you, because if not then you really have nothing in common. Um, and yeah, like it, conversations it, are hard to have. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I mean, the the one friend, like I'm in a group chat with a couple girls from work and like we'll message every so often, but it's not any, it's never talking about anything important. It's like we're cracking jokes on somebody or just talking about work, but it's never anything you know, oh, what's everybody's uh, job goals? Nothing like that. It's just a random. So you why know, why we not? What prevents that? What prevents that from happening? I, I, we're all on just on different pages, different levels. Like my, you know, where I'm at in my situation, I got goals and I got stuff I'm tra- aiming for. Whatever. Um, the other young lady, she's all about me and her I think she's like a year younger than me um but she's out there trying to model and do uh acting and all this other stuff she's like off the grid a lot of the time doing photo shoots and all this other stuff and she's young and she's still out there you know hanging out with her friends going to lounges and restaurants and eating out you know every video she posts up she got food in front of her a drink whatever in a group of people I don't do that that's not something I'm into um my other the other friend that I'm closer with she's older she 49 years old, um, dating a young guy. She's just getting her life together because she just got out of a marriage. Mm-hmm. I think she's been divorced now for maybe two, two, three years. Um, so she's like starting over pretty much because she was married to that guy. She was with him since high school. So mm-hmm. all her kids are grown. So she's kind of starting over in her life. So and, she's trying to get know. her groove back then, like Stella. Yeah, yep, Stella, yep. <laughs> so, you know, that's where she is. And she all about her man and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, okay, you know, she in her little bubble. We talk every so often and we might go to brunch. And then the other one, she's always kind of been to herself. Um, she's a single mom. Her daughter's 11, 12 years old. So, you know, she's all about that. So we're all on different so she's a single mom, just like you. Kid yeah. is almost the same age as yours. You don't think you guys would be good friends? Our personalities are, are too different. 
What's what's the so, personality difference? She she's just very to to herself. Like she doesn't go out. I mean, I, I don't know. E even in the office, we didn't mesh well. Like me and the other two, like we all worked in the same office. Like yeah. me and one girl was in one office and the other two were in the other office and we were sitting right next to each other. Um, but we just never had that relationship. Thank you. Um, so I, I don't know. It was just, it was never there. And she never tried to insert herself into that, you know, whatever. She was just, it was like, she was just there, like a fly on the wall. Okay, and so we included her. So, so have you opened up to her <clears throat> and said, Hey, like, blah, or whatever. Or like, have you no. shared any kind of personal shit with her? No. So then why I just, would she I never had open that up to you? I don't you have to make to, that connection. I didn't feel it was necessary. Look, I already I don't do want friends, Sadira. <laughs> All right, that's the question. Why do people like get old many people. and they don't want they don't want to make new friends? Because it's stressful. It's a no, lot of it's work. not. Yes, it, 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 it actually makes shit easier. It takes a lot of energy sometimes. Friendships to, to find common bonds and shit. She's right. She's right. It's, it's stressful, man. You got to really get to know people. You really got to fucking. You got you got to risk a lot, you know. You, you start opening yourself. You up. You gotta be vulnerable. You gotta be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's only one. There's only a few people who have ever seen me cry, and and my whole entire life, he hasn't even seen me cry. My own guy hasn't even <laughs> seen me cry. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> the the one girl, the one I hang out with, who's older, she has seen me cry. Mm -hmm. um, more than one because I trust her. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Not saying I don't trust him, but you know, I, I've let my guard down enough because we've opened up. We've had similar life experiences, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you know, I allow myself to be vulnerable in that moment. So she's like one of the very few people who has ever seen me like actually break down and cry. So you know, outside of that, no, I don't. I don't get like that with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard because. So expectations and then you get let down it's just like why keep doing this you keep going this roundabout circle of fucking right up being vulnerable not getting you know not getting what you're putting back out and feeling a, a level of disdain and jadedness yeah for sure because for me I, I'm, I'm a little weird right like for me it's like yo if if we were ever cool at any point in the history of the world right and we stop talking for whatever happens we're still good yeah, it's like in my head, we're still good. So like, and that happens a lot with the Navy. It's like, yo, like we were cool and shit. And then you went here, I went here and we ain't talked for 20 years. Like we're still good. You know what I'm saying? And, and then at some point, you know, I'll reach out or they'll reach out. It's like, yo, bam, we can jump right back into whatever the fuck we were. You know what I'm saying? Because yo, like ain't shit change. You know what I mean? But for me, I guess what it is for me is like, I set, I set the bar for uh i don't want to say for friendship but for building that relationship i set the bar very low you know what i'm saying and so what i mean by that is like yo all we got to do is have one thing in common like back when you were a kid it's like yo you like trucks i like trucks oh shit let's play with some trucks you know what i'm saying you got a barbie i got a barbie Let's fuck with these Barbies, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. So it's like, yo, when we, get, we become adults, we put, like, so much fucking uh, prerequisites. We put so much KSAs to there. So many KSAs on friendship. Like, so many requirements. And it's like, yo, why don't we just say, hey, um, we have this thing in common. 
Uh, and then we can go from there because if you think about it, right, we put more requirements on friendship than we do for a relationship, you know, because like if we're interested in somebody in a relationship, it's like, are they attractive? Okay. Yes. Right. We find that one thing. And then it's like, okay, are they insane or crazy? Or do they have like a steady job and blah, 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 blah. Okay. We can build on that. And for friendship, we're like, oh, well, they're a Republican or they're a Democrat, you know what I'm saying? Or they don't like this or they do that or X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And we put all these barriers uh, as opposed to why we can't be, you know, friends with somebody or at least associates that can share some shit. Um, we put more boundaries on friendship than we do for relationship. You know, and, and I've noticed that I've noticed that over my 39 years of life, you know, and, and it's just like, why do we do that? I think first and foremost, man, you, you get day one, you meet somebody, you connect on whatever level you connect to. You have to be willing to accept people as, as they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't you can't you can't meet somebody and be like, oh, well, he's misguided and I'm going to change that. Like there's ways that you can grow and nurture somebody who might be on the wrong path and shit. But, uh, and, and pardon me, man, I, I like to move, man. I know you guys are sitting in your little fucking, you got your little backdrops, cognac stories and shit. <laughs> Over here with the sun and enjoying the weather and shit. But uh, yeah, man, um, it's all about, uh, it's all about, you know, knowing, knowingly having, having, having the mindset that like, this is, this is the way this person is. Can you accept these shortcomings or these, you know, like, like I'm a motherfucker, like, like you was talking about, like, you make you form a connection like 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 you and me homie like we talked about hip hop and shit out to yeah. sea and stuff. and like we we both knew the roles we played in, in in the navy and like you was a little bit more senior you know you had more responsibilities in certain ways you had to nurture your division I was upcoming I was trying to fucking grind you know make 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 my groove make my place but like we knew what it, what, what it was and what we had sim similarities in but like then then like yeah we transfer from boat to boat we lose touch whatever but uh. Just knowing who that person is and what they're about and what their expectations and limitations are, you, you gotta you gotta be able to face that like right at the beginning. Like you know, don't 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 set no fucking expectations too high. Don't don't expect people to change. You know, the older people get, the harder it is to fucking grow. You know, the, exactly. The, the, human, mind, the human mind it it condenses. It actually hardens. You know, your neuroplasticity lessens and lessens uh, unless you're taking psychedelics. Uh, it lessens and lessens as you get older and older. So, like, you know, you got people that are stuck in their ways, friends and family, you know, trying to trying to make sure you're on the same level and how you can reach one another and and, and benefit to grow from one another. Like, you got to understand some people, they're, they're not trying to grow anymore. They're not trying to not trying to blossom, not trying to develop. They just they're in their, their comfort zone and they're not trying to go anywhere else but that. And, you know, it's hard. You know, you, you get frustrated. You see somebody doing doing what you see to be the, the wrong things or whatever. And, uh, you know, you just got to accept them as they are, because if you, you know, value them, love them, because, you know, it's got to be unconditional. You can't set no fucking bar, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. So for me, it's like I am I, I'm very accepting the people, you know, what I'm saying? because <laughs> it's like what I like what I meet you at. If I'm like, OK, you're cool. All you got to do is stay there. Like you can go up and do whatever fuck like you, you can you can like elevate yourself and it's like okay we're still cool but it's like yo if i meet you at whatever level you are and you stay there forever i'm good because i've accepted you there you know what i'm saying it's like I, I don't expect anything else but you to be what you are right now you know what i'm saying and if that changes right. then it's like okay I, I can you know make that choice but it's like yo I, 
like I don't, you know, and it's like I have like a diverse, you know, range of uh, friends and whatnot. And it's like, yo, as long as we got something in common and you're not like a mass murderer, you know what I'm saying? Like a serial killer, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, we're good, man. Like, I don't care like what social economic status you are, what your background is, things like that. It's like, yo, at the end of the day, here's what matters, man. Uh, do you watch Married with Children? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> what What are your opinions on a TV show to wire? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. It's like mad basic shit. Is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback ever? Okay, we can go from there. You know what I'm saying? I don't ask much. I don't ask much of folks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. <laughs> do you, Do you Do you ever feel a passion though? Like when you feel like uh, there's information that needs to be put out there, when you feel like you're you're privy to something that. Like you become enlightened in a certain way, perform whether it's through politics, you know, religion, mind expansion, fucking, uh, what the military's doing, whatever the fuck. Like, like I know, I know you and Farley were tight, and I, I actually had a, a long conversation with Farley uh, a couple months back, and uh, he said that y'all fell out because you know he 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 has his thoughts, important <laughs> ways, but he also like believes in like this. He believes that it's stupidity about pushing back against the system in certain ways and like the black lives matter movement and shit. Like, I know that's kind of where y'all fell out and you know, I can talk about that on a personal level, but like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm reaching him in certain ways and I'm telling him like, bro, you ain't hearing the whole story. Like these false flag events shit that happened in Syria, bro. Like the, 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 the Syrian gas attacks and fucking, uh, uh, you know, that bullshit, this fucking, uh, this bullshit with, um, you know, the Russia gate, the fucking, the lies that are, are you know, perpetrated that uh you know russia's influence our fucking elections and all this other shit like like i can level with him on a lot of stuff and we we can agree but at the end of the day we we were able to understand that like the bottom line is like capitalism is a motherfucker and it's been exploiting resources and people and humanity yeah. for classism is actually a bigger problem than racism nowadays like racism is fucked there's so much history about the exploitation of labor and and human beings and stealing one's soul and all that bullshit but like it's it's gotten to effect now. Like if you're in the fucking good old boys club, you know you you know what I'm saying. Like we talk about like the military and shit, like the Chiefs lounge and all that shit. But like if you're in the good old boys club, it really don't matter what you. But it's always about oppressing the people below you, looking down yeah. on them, fucking, all that bullshit. And like him and I, we, we 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 can bounce on that level. Like you know he may have some differences and his opinions of like you know what conservatism is and what socialism is and you know public equity and fucking welfare and all that shit. You know welfare is just. The welfare in general is just a pillar of capitalism is how we keep people in control and all that bullshit. But like, you know, he, he, he gets it. He gets the message, but it's, it's hard. Cause once you start fucking banging against each other on the, the shit where you're going against the grain, where the gears ain't lining up, uh, when it comes to, you know, fucking the, the racism that still exists in this world, the fucking, the, the bullshit nature of, you know, uh, treating others just not the right fucking way and, 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 and judging them on, on shit that's so fucking special, like skin tone or fucking ethnicity or fucking, where you eat or you know what you eat or where you live and you know all that uh it's rough man because because you want to yeah. keep them <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's funny you brought that up man it's funny you brought that up because uh it is very rare uh where i stop fucking with a person you know what i'm saying because uh, it's like, yo, if we're cool, we're cool, bro, until something fucking happens where it's like, yo, I just can't fuck with you for a minute, right? And uh, like, Farley, it's, it. it's, yeah. it's like Farley, right? I I got a lot of love for Farley. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of love for him, man. Like, I, I genuinely love this guy, right? And it's like, the issue was that when 
there is like just sufficient and glaring data to show that there is a huge discrepancy in how people are policed in the country and you still don't want to accept it. It's like, hey, man, I got to take a step back for a second. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to lose my fucking shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Out of you and wake you the fuck up. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like, yo, I love you and I wish you the best, but this shit is fucking real. And I got to take a step back because I'm going to lose my shit if I keep trying to convince you about something that is like glaringly obvious, right? It's, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, when, when, uh, like women, right? When they're like, hey, uh, rape culture right when that whole shit came out and it was like yo rape culture is a real thing you know what i'm saying and it's like we could sit here and deny it and be like oh no it's just blah 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 or we could just be like you know what that is some shit that is just ingrained in uh the culture of american life you know uh and like taking a girl to like make out point that was like some normal shit and expecting something to happen. Or if I go out with you on a date, I'm expecting something to happen, you know, or she shouldn't address like that if she didn't want this. Like that was like some normal ass shit, right? Or if you had a position of authority or power in a a, a, a workplace, you could use that to uh, influence, you know, your subordinates on providing you uh, dates and shit like that, right? And it's like, that was a, such a normal thing in our society. And so for me as a guy to deny that, even though the proof is glaringly out there, I, I look fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, well, if I'm, if I see, you know, just years and years and years and years and years of uh, just uneven policing and uneven, an uneven justice system, then it's like, yo, I, I look crazy denying that. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how I was, but I, I don't have any personal issue with uh with Farley, nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Now, now that you brought that up, I'm going to reach out to him today and say, hey, oh, man. Do it, you know thank you. And, and I'm going to reach out to him today because I, I don't have a problem with that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, Because Farley, it's like, you know why I like Farley? Because I didn't talk to him um, before this shit happened. Like, I didn't talk to him for uh, uh, several years, right? And then I was flying into, uh, I was flying into Georgia and I hit him up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm flying to Georgia. You should go out, grab a drink, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, hey, man, what time do you land? I'll come pick you up. And I'm like, yo, I respect that. And some shit like that, I'll, I'll be a friend to you forever. You know what I'm saying? Until some wild shit happens, right? But it's like, even now, it's like, yo, we got a difference in, you know what happens is that you, you, you something will happen and it'll say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some time to cool off. And then life just happens in the meantime. You know, and that's what happened because it's like when that sh- that shit happened, like I want us like twenty, maybe twenty eighteen, and yeah. at that point I was uh there was a lot of shit going on with my career in Hawaii, a lot of shit going on with the Navy with that I was doing dealing with um, uh just a lot of shit going on personally, and it's like it, it, it's 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 easy to let that time just continue to pass as opposed to saying you know what. Let me stop being a bitch. <laughs> what? Let me stop, let me stop being a bitch. Let me say what's up yeah. this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You know, so I'm yeah. after this, I'm going to reach out to him today and say, yo, like, what's good? Uh, 
shit's cool. We got a difference in opinion about some shit, but at the end of the day, you're still a solid dude. You know what I'm saying? Because I know he's, he's, he's going through shit as well. And, and he, right, and he's right, had right. life happened to him as well. So it's like, I don't, you know, ain't nothing personal. It's just, I had to give him some space because I'm like, yo, bro, you wilding right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, well, dude, and, I, and, and, and what I was going to say, and, uh, dude, and I, first and foremost, I'm happy that just sparking that little debate, that little, that little thing, like my mission, not just sharing the, the love and positivity and energy and shit like that, but like getting other people through their processes, bro. Yeah. Cause, cause, when you know two people love each other in their own way, like like you you love Farley, you know what I'm saying? Like like you 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 formed a bond. You went through hardships. You got fucking grilled for fucking inspections. You all that shit, whatever. Checking the charts, fucking going to fucking lab, whatever. Uh, like you, you form this mutual brotherhood. You know what I mean? And like giving that all up just because you have a difference of opinion or you you know one person ain't seeing the light the right way, and yeah. you know you you fucking you connect on so many different levels, like. I love to be the person that's like, yo, I'm not trying to get in your business. I, I'm not here to fucking sway one person to be the right person or whatever. But like, figure your shit out. Let, let me try to, let me provide you the tools and the reassurance that like, hey man, I see what you're saying. Hey man, I see what you're saying. I see you both fucked up in this way, but hey, y'all can work through it. You know what I mean? Like that, that that's yeah. a good thing. And back to what you were saying before about like when time goes by. Cause like it's just like when you're in a relationship, yo, you get into an argument and then y'all step away from each other and you don't fuck resolve it right there and then. Yeah, I, I would facts. head the fuck on because the more time that goes by, the more festering the thoughts mm -hmm. become, more fucking problematic thoughts become. People start insinuating, creating a false reality of what the other person's true intention and nature is, man, and it gets so fucked up. I've seen shit go so sideways because they took too much time to re-fucking connect. Sometimes yeah. times Sometimes time is great. You need a little bit of time to just process your But if you allow people to keep being mentally at odds with one another without ever fucking talking and yeah. communicating, bro, I was a radio man. I learned a lot about communication. I, I learned how to be concise. I learned how to fucking get my message out. Get, get, you know, people don't want to fucking listen to you talk all day. I'm yeah. going to talk. But, but, <laughs> you know, but like, you need to be able to get the message out, reach your audience in a certain way and be precise, be clear. Don't leave any fucking interpretations on the table. If somebody wants to interpret something, pose questions so that you can rectify your message if you need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's difficult, bro. It's difficult. Because a lot, a, lot, a lot of it is, is you know, uh, placing your ego to the side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and that kind of shit. That's you know what I'm saying? Hard. So. But let me tell you right now, uh, I ain't gonna be the only person out here getting called out. Sadira, uh, mm, uh, mm, you also got some friends like that. Hey, hey, and Sadira, is this your sister? You said sister or something. That's my sister. Yeah, that's my, that's my, hey, my, my that's, younger sister. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, so, so I got like that. Uh, do I need to table on the pod? Because you got some family like that too. <laughs> um, Jamie. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No bad blood with Jamie. Oh, when's last? We just don't gonna... talk. So because why? Because you are I stubborn, mean, just like I was. No, <laughs> no, I, no I, I even said something to mommy. I, t I told her I said we got a whole family, you know, right here, here, a here in Maryland. Away. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, and we never go. And I'm like, we do all this traveling up and down mm -hmm. the East Coast, and and never stop in Maryland. So yep. I said we need we need to take a trip. 
Um, right and and just right, go up there. So, we got I mean, Jamie. No... We, we got we got we yeah. got we got all of them. We got uh, I'm Barbara. I'm Ben. I'm Brenda. Not I'm Barbara. I'm sorry. I'm Debbie. I'm Brenda. You know, I didn't go see them because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Because they're oh, they're older, and I didn't want to go see them, so I got vaccinated fully and shit like that. And then now it's just like Omnicrimes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, now nah, I'm yeah. gonna get my booster shit and then go up. Um, because I, I, I talked to uh, Cousin Kai and he's down here and we got everybody, everybody is out here and it's like, yo, we got to, you know, we got to bring that shit together. You motherfucker going to call me out on my goddamn former friendships. <laughs> but that's what the show's you know, about. Kill, kill Frost, yeah, my no, guy, man. I don't have that's no my guy. You know? nobody, so. that's, that's my guy, you know. But no, you, you're still cool. With, I mean, you're still cool with Alex and shit. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and like we don't know. talk all the time, but, you know, I'll comment on her. It's, it's, and, you know, social media has helped with that. I'm not going to say we're like all the, the best of friends or whatever, but there's people, you know, I don't talk to, but I leave comments on people's pages or, you know, there's one girl. That shit um, doesn't count, bro. You got to call but- people. You gotta talk to people. You gotta you gotta zoom them. You gotta zoom these motherfuckers. That's why that's why I zoom everybody. Like everybody, like my 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 homeboy uh, Mike Harris, aka Future, aka TTK. I'm just like, yo, bro. I don't have a phone, dog. Like, if you want to talk to me, Zoom, bro. Zoom or Facebook video messenger or Instagram video messenger. Like, I don't. I hate texting people. You know what I'm saying? The common shit ain't real. It's like, yo, let's talk, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk. You know, like, let's chill. Let's have a drink, talk some shit. I just called my boy the other day. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, uh, Ryan, Ryan Kramer. We called uh, our, our guy, uh, Randy, for his birthday and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, like, you gotta, we gotta do that. We gotta, we gotta reach out and touch people. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, you got video chat, voice chat. It's the easiest thing to fucking do is to, because I'm to right now, like, like, texting somebody or leaving a comment. It is completely different when you can see that person. It's a different energy. You know what I'm oh, saying? It's right. like it's it's, it's like it's like you that. go back, you go back to that moment when y'all were good. And it's like, oh man, that's my guy, bro. Like, that's my that's my girl. Like, you know, or if shit is fucked up, you go back and you're like, you know, I don't like your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's never that much. It's never that it's never that serious. <clears throat> but no. I have no bad blow to anybody. I don't because have those you got, people you, that... You got your cousins, for, Alicia and Felicia. Go ahead. Again, no bad blood. We we just don't talk. It's not, you know... Right, It's right, not right. anything crazy. So so it's more comfortable to, to not talk. Confront, to, to not confront the discomfort of the last talk than to just keep it moving. Because we, we got our lives. We all got our own shit to deal with. And, 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 and bringing, bringing the confrontation or thinking about the confrontation or thinking about the last conversation is much more difficult than just keeping it moving and keeping it pushing your own way because we're yeah, independent. It's, it's conflict avoidance. It's conflict yeah. avoidance. But sometimes, man, like, 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 like Meacham, like the, the, the reason why I, I hit you up a few months back, or like, I've come into a certain place, man, where like, people need to feel appreciated yeah, they need to remember their connections and their value with other people because too many people are fucking, they're lonely, they're mm-hmm. fucking, they don't feel like they had value, they don't feel like they had connections. So, you know, they they have a they have a dream of a connection or a memory or something like that where it gets to the point where it's like, yo, like, do these people even really care? You know what I mean? And like, the longer you longer you sit in that place, like, not everybody's like that. Some people do have 
good self-esteem, good ambition, good, good drive and all that. But like, there's a lot of people, man, you know, the, 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 the tribalism we once shared where we were fucking communities that fucking looked out for one another. You knew your neighbors, all this other shit. We put up so many walls and fences and boundaries and blockades between one another. And the longer you sit in isolation and like with this COVID shit, man, it really wakes you up. Like being in isolation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you got to remember that like you do have purpose and value. You do have a bond with people and yeah, you may not get along on all the same subject matter or whatever, but you got to be able to work through that. It, and it hurts sometimes to do that and to face reality and know that, you know, you fucked up, you left somebody hanging, you didn't fucking pick them up at the airport. You didn't fucking, you know, do right by them or whatever. But my, my, my goal is to reconnect with all the people in my life that I shared these experiences with and have value from and, you know, let them know that like, yo, bro, I remember you. Because yeah. you. <laughs> you bring that up, right? I'm like, yeah, I remember we were, we were in fucking De Garcia. It went to the yeah. fucking Mongolian barbecue restaurant. <laughs> that was on base and shit. And we was like fucking up Matt Patron and ended up like puking uh, rice in the fucking toilet, in, in, in the bathroom. You know, yeah. I, I, I think we were like, I think you were in the toilet or you were in the tub and I was in the, I was in the toilet and we were both puking up Mongolian barbecue. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So and it, it's, it's moments like that. <laughs> it's moments like that that you share with somebody. <laughs> Namaste. I see your soul. I see you. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, fuck, because we, we've been on here for what three hours uh, so far, and uh, I got I got I got one last question for you guys. Um, how do you deal with stress and anxiety? It's a good question. You want to go first, man? So I, I'll go first because for me, um, I learned. Uh, I was lucky, right? I had, um, you know, you come in the Navy, you have like, you know, C-dads and mentors, shit like that. I had a guy, uh, Vincent uh, Allen Moore, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? His nickname was The Bachelor. Coolest motherfucker I ever used from Camden, New Jersey. Rode a fucking, like a Ducati motorcycle and shit. Cool motherfucker. 29 years old when I was like 20, uh, coming to the boat. And he used to have a saying. Uh, and it was, um, he had a couple sayings, right? But uh, one of the sayings that sticks out the most was, uh, you have your circle of control and your circle of concern. And if something is outside of your circle of control, it should not be inside of your circle of concern. And when I was younger, I'm like, the fuck? I don't make any sense. But then as you grow and mature, you're like, oh, shit. If I can't control something or I don't control the outcome, why should I be too concerned with it? All that I can do is control my reaction to things. You know, I can't control life. I can only control how I adapt to it. It's all a choice, you know, and you know, certain things are going to happen. Setbacks are going to happen. Roadblocks are going to happen. Obstacles are going to happen. And all you can, can do is control the energy that you exert to uh, these events. And so learning that at a young age, I'm like, well, fuck, if I don't control it or if I don't have a say in it, I can't worry about it too much. I can I can uh, be aware of it, so I know how to how to maneuver and how to adjust to it. But I can't like I can't give it that kind of energy, you know. And then right. I had another guy um, on the Florida uh, SKC, fucking uh, uh, Chief Evans, Senior Chief Evans. He yep. had a saying: CBC can't be concerned. And anytime you said some shit to him that he didn't care about. Or that didn't concern him, he would just be like, can't be concerned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, I didn't get my parts, or I didn't get this, or I didn't get that, or this happened. He's like, yo, I can't be concerned. And it's like, well, 
Why not? Because it ain't got shit to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have any control over it. So for me, it's, and then, you know, having that early on and then uh, studying Buddhism later and then just learning about just everything is, is every situation, everything in life is, is impermanent, you know? And that's like one of the key concepts of uh, that whole mindset is impermanence is that no situation, good or bad, is going to last forever. So once you understand that, the bad is going to be forever. The good is going to be forever. So it's starting to appreciate uh, these events as they happen and appreciate the good and, and learn from difficult times and make yourself better, things like that. And, and that's how I deal with, you know, stress and anxiety. That's why I, I live a pretty stress-free lifestyle. That's what makes, you know, being like a, a, a parent easy because I don't control shit. You know, my daughter's going to do what she does. I can just adapt to it, try to teach her. But at the end of the day, <laughs> She's going to learn and, and grow as she grows, you know, and uh, and that's pretty much it. And then dealing with people, it's like dealing with, you know, dating and relationships. It's like I can't control this person. I can control myself, how I how I adapt to situations and what I present to this person, what energy I get to this person. And they're going to do what they're going to do at the end of the day, you know, and, and that's what I, you know, being in the military, that's what kept me sane for that, you know, 20 years is like, yo, I, I don't control shit, you know. I don't control a ship of myself. That's it, you know, and, and, and what energy I give to people. And if I can master that, then I'm good, you know. And then most folks, you know, everybody that, you know, ends up working for me, they, I teach them that and they learn that. And they're like, well, shit, this shit sucks. But once you learn what you control, it ain't that bad, you know. And then you learn to focus on other things in life that you can't control. And then it's just the stressful shit or things that would cause anxiety. They don't really seem too important. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You know, they, uh, you know, I went through some fucking struggles, bro, when I got locked up, right when I got the Navy and shit. Like, uh, you know, it's funny. You go to, you, you have to go to these fucking courses, the NA, NA courses and shit. You know, they say a little prayer in the beginning. God, give me serenity things that I, I can i can change and things that i can't you know what yeah. i mean it's it's real man you gotta you gotta accept the reality in the world for what it is change the things in your life that you can change help others change the things that you feel necessary to change but like accept things for what they are and if uh if, if it ain't working for you avoid it you know yeah. don't, don't don't keep your head fucking in the sand acknowledge that it exists but avoid it science is gonna draw your energy out you're going to yeah. overthink, you're going to fucking try to do too much. You can't save the world all by yourself. It takes, it takes a village. Hell yeah. It's like uh, uh, Joe, Joe Cocker said, man, I get by with a little help from my friends. You know what I'm saying? So that's some classic rock for you, Sidera. You, you should be listening to that shit as well and uh, doing some DMT. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so. okay. <laughs> yeah, I already told y'all, I don't let... Uh the negative energy in my house <laughs> so <laughs> it's not allowed um and I don't do stress and, and like you said I don't worry about things that I can't control I'm not going to put all my energy into something that has nothing to do with me at yeah. the end of the day like um my guy he gets so caught up in the world and what's going on and you know, I feel bad because he wants to talk to me about it and tell me his feelings about why he feels this way about a certain situation and politics and finances and stock market and gays and lesbians and all the, and all his feelings. And I'm just like, okay, but why do you care? Like, yeah. <laughs> cause it does not affect you. 
and like and like I said, I feel bad because he's just expressing himself and his thoughts and feelings. But at the end of the day, you're putting so much energy into something that you cannot control because you can sit here and complain about whatever. But unless you're actively trying to change it or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do something about it, it's not going to affect you. As long as I get my paycheck, as long as I can eat and put food on the table and I'm not homeless or whatever, and I can meet my own needs, I could care less about what's going on and he's like you should care because it could affect you i get that but until it does i'm yeah. gonna keep living life easy i'm not putting all this energy into like he'll like and he'll get obsessed with it like he'll mm. see something happens and he'll be on uh youtube or something researching articles for the next hours for the next one or two days sometimes and i'm like you literally let this stuff consume you yeah and you can't do that because you get nothing else done and he, so he can't talk to me. So he'll call his boys and his friends because they'll entertain it. I don't entertain it. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I hear you, but I don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't I tell him all the time. I cannot put any more energy into stuff that doesn't concern me. I already put enough energy into my job. That stresses me out. And I put energy into the home and being a parent and being a partner. Yeah. And, and that's enough. I can't, I don't have time for anything else so if i don't have to do with that i don't care so yeah I, I i can respect that you know i can respect that definitely you know but um before we get out of here you know i do have uh an announcement to make you know and um it brings me great sadness to say that this will be the last episode of uh, cognac stories recorded on a sunday the podcast is not ending no I have a job now, you know, and I, I was, I've been pretty quiet about that job because, you know, because you told me to not take this job, Sadir. You know what I'm saying? Because you told me to not, you told me to not take this job. All right. And I still did it. <laughs> but I have a fucking announcement. All right. And um, don't get fired. That's why the podcast is coming to an end. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, uh, my, 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 my future boss, he said he listened to the podcast and he said that was one of the deciding factors. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because what happens is when you go on these Zoom meetings, you know, I had like my back, not the Cognac Stories podcast background, but I had like, you know, my, my name, Tori and Meech, on the background and shit. He's like, oh, you have like a green screen? Like, you have like a, a podcast? And I was like, yeah, I do. But I didn't say shit about it. And of course, they do the background check on my shit. So they Google a motherfucker and it comes up. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, you know, a podcast like Cognac. So listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so for people that know me, uh, this, this, and this, this is crazy. Like, people that I fuck with that I talk to, they're like, yo, I kind of saw this coming down a pipeline. Like, you doing this makes sense. You doing anything else does not make sense. Like you work, like if I took that job at the Pentagon, that doesn't make sense with everything I've said in life. Like, yo, I don't want to be around the military. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, so I'm making the announcement here live on air. I've taken a job with the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. Uh, I'll be working on some projects with them. Uh, to diversify the museum, uh, expand the uh, outreach with diversity and inclusion, uh, doing some uh, educating, some teaching of tolerance, and uh, starting January 16th, man, I will be a member of the United States uh, Holocaust Memorial Museum. 
You know what I'm saying? And so it is it is not the it is not the job that I expected coming out because every museum that I applied to turned me down. For every job I applied to at a museum, except the United States Holocaust Museum, uh, and they gave me a chance and they, you know, they they gave me a shot. They, you know, so I'm just saying from now on, you know, you can call me Mazeltov Meacham. You know what I'm saying? You can call me, you can call me Durag Yamaka. You can call me Durag Yamaka. You know, a lot of new nicknames I'm gonna have now. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about, you know, teaching tolerance, expanding horizons, uh, educating people about just the world and shit that goes on, you know. So it didn't make sense. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, so there I got I got some offers, uh, and they made more money. And I'm like, fuck. But then I was like, you know what? And then I got a call afterwards, right? So after I accepted the position and I met with HR and, and we, you know, had our conversation and shit like that, you know, um, you know, my, my, my boss called me back, the head of the fucking museum. And he's like, hey, we, we, we talked during your interviews and you said some things during the interview about how we could expand and how we could, you know, make it more diverse. And he's like, we took that into consideration and here's some committees that you can join day one and help us do that. And I was like, okay, we lit. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go, you know? And uh, it's it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, uh, it makes sense. It makes sense now. Like, now that I've, it, it, I've, like, accepted it, and I'm like, okay, let me look at my trajectory for 20 years in the military and 10 of those years being a simio, like, doing diversity, inclusion, all that kind of shit, having the fucking uh the the i know motherfuckers were sick of me and when i was in new york at nrd new york doing all these goddamn diversity and inclusion programs teaching people about native americans and holocaust memorial month and Asian, all this shit right but like if i took a job as an equal employment uh poor person that's not what they do they just do complaints you know what i'm right. saying and they, they just investigate complaints so it wasn't what i thought it was you know, like, like there's no uh, embracing of diversity and inclusion. And even if you take a job as a diversity inclusion officer and you're like, hey, we're going to try to figure out how to meet these diversity goals. You're not educating anybody. You're not teaching anybody. It's just like, here's how we market this job to <laughs> Asians, to black people, to whatever to hit these wickets. And it's like, fuck, I'm back at recruiting. You know what I'm saying? And then with this job, it gives me the opportunity to like work with kids, work with World War II vets, work with Holocaust survivors. You know what I'm saying? Work with like just everybody from a diverse background. Even now, like like they included uh, the genocide in, uh, in in Burma and Myanmar. And you know now, you know I'm like, hey, you got to talk about you know the 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 genocide that happened in Africa, the Native American genocide, all these other things that happened through our war history to expand the outreach of the museum to get more people to understand why tolerance is so important uh, in society. You know, so making the announcement live here on the podcast that means I can't back out of it. But uh, making the announcement live here today, I accepted an offer with the United States uh, Holocaust Memorial Museum here in DC. I start January sixteenth, and uh, you know, hey, your boy is back. You know, hey, thanks, bro. I'm, I'm back, you know, and uh, if it, I'm going to tell you, I was worried today. You know, I was worried. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was stressing. I was stressing because I was like, I'm going to be poor. You know what I'm saying? And then I pulled out a calculator and I was like, 
not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, yo, not really. I'll be okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I also talked to HR about that other job that got posted. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, the time requirement is a year, but that can be waived. And then there was a there was a conversation. There was a conversation with uh my supervisor, my boss, and he was like, We don't have to follow that. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, okay. I'm just listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Here's the deal, right? That's a year. That's how long it's gonna take for me to figure out what the hell's going on. If we go by what I'm required to do, right? To be able to, to get that that other spot. But then he was like, yo, here's these. 10 other positions in the organization that day one, after you, you know, day one, once you turn in that I-9 form, you know what I'm saying? Here's what you can apply for, like in, in the company. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. That's way better. You know what I'm saying? That's way better. Because it's like, yo, if I had a DEO, I'd just be investigating complaints. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he did this. He said this. It's like, I'm not trying. I, I want to work with people. And I want to teach. I wanted to be a teacher getting out, but it's like, yo, you know, and I look at that pay and what a teacher gets paid, same amount, you know what I'm saying? With less work (laughs) and no curriculum to follow. And I'm teaching exactly what I want to teach, you know? So, so that's it, man. So now, now, now we're back. So January 16, your boy is back. Uh, But the podcast will be moving to, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's when we'll be taping. So the podcast is not ending. Uh, that's never going to happen. And uh, we'll just be taping on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Those are my days off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you have to do evenings then when people No, Tuesdays, t- Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm off completely. No, but who won't be on your podcast when everybody else worked all week? Oh, look, so Sidera, my schedule. Oh, my God. I told you the schedule. <laughs> right now? It's three days in the museum, two days teleworking. You can't say no to that. Like I no, like, I, I get that. I'm come talking on. about your podcast. Like I can't join your podcast on Tuesday or Wednesday until after four thirty because yeah, I in the work. evening and I'm so, off. So so that is means your on Tuesday or Wednesday be in the evening. <laughs> I don't do nothing. I'm off. Okay. So that means okay. if, if I'm 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 chilling. Evenings, yeah. Yeah, so like Sunday worked because that's when everybody was off and I didn't have school because I was in school, you know what I'm saying? But then even now with my school schedule because thank you, Joe Biden, take me out to dinner because they expanded oh, they expanded the, the, the GI Bill to Remote Act. Now I don't have to go to class to get my full BAH for GI Bill. So it's oh, like, shit. yo, I'm, I'm good. Take a class. Yeah, so all you got to do is, is, is take one uh, remote class like virtual, like on Zoom, and that counts as your in-person class. And uh, you got to still got to take twelve credits, and then the rest you so you get the full BH. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yo, and that's what I was worried about. That's why I was stressing. And that's why I was like, yo, I gotta get a job, you know. And um, and now they said, yo, you good? So I got twenty four more months of uh, chilling. 